We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how, with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for any cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. And now that we've talked about that, let's get back to Titus and Tate. You know the stuff that we are actually here to talk about. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, I have some very sad news for the friends of the program. Uh, It's devastating news. It is going to shake you to your core. Mm. Um, We are talking about Kentucky. Oh, yes. (laughs) I promised we wouldn't. Um, A friend of the program reached out to me and said, I just want to say thank you so much for not talking about Kentucky. Yeah. Like prayer hands emoji. Please keep it up. It was one I don't want to. I really don't. I don't either. You don't understand how much it hurts me to do this, Mm -hmm. but uh, we have jobs to do, Tate. It's very important. We have very, uh, we have essential jobs, I might say. Um, And one of those, uh, a part of having an essential job is keeping our finger on the pulse of what's going on. And I, you know, Maybe we could talk about this uh, when we get into the discussion, but I don't know if it's a coincidence at this point that Mr. K is out of the picture. Yes. Jay Wright, the man, like the only guy that's won multiple national titles in the last however many years, mm-hmm. he's out of the picture now. There's a there's a, a content vacuum. There's a void. And John Calipari has has just stepped into the void, mm-hmm. has sucked all Sucking of our attention. Sucking all of, yes. Yeah, and like you and I see through it. Like we, we, we know who this man is. We know how it works. We know the game. And yet here we are back in these seats, back in front of these microphones talking about John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats. I hate this, but I can't stop. How do we get here? (laughs) Um, It's our own fault, but this morning I'm going to confess to you. I rewatched the Bahamas Kentucky game. Oh, you did on the SEC network. I rewatched the tape. I saw it twice. Uh, So I have lots of thoughts and uh, CJ Frederick. Great on the mic. We got to have him on the show. Okay. He, he right. called the game. I don't know if you saw that. He came in and called a little bit of the game. I did not so. watch the game because I, I followed the score. Uh, so what happened was I, I, uh, I it checked. It was a good like, showing for the Bahamas. I'm not going to lie. They looked good What's early. funny is I texted you. Like that, that's, why <laughs> Tate, that's why Tate's laughing so hard is because I as the game was going on, I took a picture of my TV and I sent the, the text yes. where Kentucky was up by like four and sent you eye emojis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't watch. The, I was just monitoring the score. Yes. Uh, so I flipped it over real quick. I watched like. 30 seconds mm-hmm. uh and i was like i'm out i can't i don't want to watch this i'll check back in if they lose that was my that was my plan we'll so, talk about uh, it more anyway. but uh, spoiler alert cal's not even coaching these games cal's not coaching the games and mm-hmm. it's also not the bahamas we want to talk about we have to talk about the uh the story that's kind of shaken uh all of the the, the college sports landscape right now and, and uh uh the, the john calipari versus mark stoops feud and um is kentucky a basketball or football school so we're going to suss that out. an age-old question that age we old love question. to answer on we, the show it's yes. we, we are tailor-made for this <laughs> we are tailor-made to, to answer the question so we're going to talk about that a little bit also the Bronny james sweepstakes yes. are on tate yes big 10 Bronny is what they're calling them is college basketball alive again yeah that's what people are asking yeah. because lebron james and nike and Bronny james says yes uh, LeBron James' son, who's also named LeBron James. Not anymore. Bronny. Oh, it is Bronny. He's legally Bronny. I, that has been confirmed to me that he changed his name to Bronny legally. Does he hate his dad? Is that it? Some people think he's a Westbrook fan. Oh, my he God. He wanted to change his name to Russell, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook Jr. <laughs> uh, anyway, Bronny James, there's a report out there from Paul Biancardi um, that, that Bronny James is actually taking college basketball very seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a very real prospect. There's a lot of smoke coming out of uh, out of Big Ten country. Tate his 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 choices apparently are USC, UCLA, two Big Ten schools. We know that uh, Ohio State, 
Michigan, and then Oregon. Those are the five schools I were throwing out, and others. And others. Comma, and others. Yes. Um, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. What does it mean? Is he actually going to go to college? Uh, I'm I'm a little close to this in the sense that, you know, I'm a, I'm a Buckeye myself. So, like, I need you to talk me through, yeah. like, do I want to win the Brian and James sweepstakes? Do I not? I don't know. I don't know how to feel. In a word, yes. Okay, thank you. All right. Let's win it. Um, <laughs> we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that. Uh, that's a lot, dude. Honestly, that, that's that's a, a that's a full show, yeah. and I'm excited to get into it. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, Tate. Uh, I, before we get into John Calipari and. Uh, um, <laughs> Mark Stoop stuff. I want to. Uh, I'm going to forget to talk about this, so I want to say this out of, the, out of the gate. Uh, I listened to a bunch of little baby songs on the drive in, and if, yeah. you're, and if, if you're listening to the show and you have no idea why this is relevant, um, last show we did, which a little, it went a little long, so a lot of people probably dipped out early and didn't hear the end. Um, I'll check the numbers. I'll check the analytics yeah, check to the see check. how long they listened. <laughs> check the algorithm. So is, <laughs> you get the you get the reports. People back. listen to four minutes. It's basically like the intro, right? Right when I say, but first, what he do? I'm like, all right. Got it. Remember we make like uh we do like Twitter video. We like make videos and uh put them up and then this like, is our early content days. early content days. Yeah. And we get the analytics back and like they'd be like, people are watching your videos for three minutes and twenty seconds. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, That's we're like, it? it was an hour and yeah. a half. Yeah, I was like, it was an hour. They're like, yeah, the average viewer watches three minutes and twenty seconds. I was like, That's that's the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard. And they're yeah. like, No, that's insane. Like most people watch, like an. A They're like, honestly, 16. we average six seconds. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> so what is Why this are business? we making these videos? <laughs> so I don't, Great times. And the our feud with the algorithm began then. But uh, yeah. so I was, I was, I was listening to Little Baby because Little Baby is my new favorite rapper because he, uh, 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 he did a back to school special for all the kids in Atlanta and mm-hmm. got him haircuts and and school supplies and shopping and whatever else. We talked about it. Go listen to the last show. Um. But I know nothing about rap music, so I asked Tate. Uh, I was like, "Explain to me uh, who is Little Baby and and whatever." So I I was I was trying to do some homework on the way in. Yeah. And my my update is that uh, I went to Spotify basically and just hit play on all the popular songs because I figured like that's the best way to do it. Um, and I'm no closer to understanding Little Baby because like every single song is him. It's like like, like on the spot you hit the popular one. Mm-hmm. It's someone else. It's like Drake singing featuring Little Baby and like. I, I I listened for thirty minutes of little of quote unquote little baby songs. I still don't know which one was little baby because like I thought I was listening to little baby, but then like some guy named Pop Smoke is popping up on my yes. artist list. Uh-huh. R.I.P. And then there was a there was one song that was like little baby, and then it put in parentheses little baby, and I was like, this is is it, little baby featuring little baby. <laughs> this man changed the game. So uh, that's the update there for those that have been asking uh, where I stand in my little baby fandom. I'm still willing to give it a shot. I just I'm trying to suss through it. I don't understand it. Little baby is like know. when you he's hot right now. So when you're you're making a song, right? You're even Calvin Harris. You're DJ Khaled. You say, all right, I need that little baby feature. I need that little baby verse. And you know this because you were a fan or not a fan of Little Wayne, but you were aware. And was, what? Yeah. And one of he little, was the fe- he was the feature guy. And he Every was one of the kings yeah. and the, one of the first people to break the fourth wall and say it's 100k a feature right and then people are like yo little wayne's getting 100k a feature and look how many features he's on this band is a bazillionaire does anybody audit this stuff by the way no I feel like but it sounds good we need like a rapper audit. now That's people are funny... saying now j cole's like i'm a million a feature you know and people are like million a feature features like i'm a million a show That's and nobody f- knows if these are true claims but they sound good you know what i mean it's provocative it gets the people well, that's, going that's a funny bit is like someone needs to step up and be the rapper or auditor that just like yes. is, is listening to all the claims and yes. is going through and crunching the numbers yes here's how much he <laughs> really like, would make 
you know, but little baby right now, uh, in the world of baby, because we talked about the baby, of baby. course, there are two babies in rap that are polarizing. Draymond Green got married. We like talking about NBA weddings here, and the baby performed. He had the baby. So, like we said, we were a little baby versus the baby. Draymond's on the baby side, which is uh, that's not a good side. Not a good side to be. Okay. I was shocked by this, but uh, little baby has uh, gotten away from all controversy other than the time he got locked up abroad with James Harden, which was But that was more for funny drugs, than, right? Yeah, well, for weed. Just, yeah, so like I don't... So you're fine. I don't, I, that's pass. A, that's a pass. It's legal that's in fair. our state yeah. where we live. That's a pass. I, a I, 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 I'm going to pass that one. But puff, I'm happy that you're listening. I listened puff, to Little Baby, Baby on the way in just because you were, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. And the song of the season is heating up. That's a gunna. Free Gunna okay. and uh, Little Baby. That's our song for this season. I decided also in this that moment uh, where I realized I'm, I I know nothing about anything going on with yeah. this, but uh, I'm ready to fire off my rap takes nonetheless. I like maybe it. that's what we do uh, when Evan Turner comes on the show because I feel like that's a good way for me to like inadvertently get under his skin. Is yes, like, instead of like hitting the nose, he loved the it, lasagna line. He, he is Evan oh, Turner. Yeah, yeah oh, he's yeah. moving silence like lasagna. He loved that line. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I figure instead of like. <laughs> Instead of bringing the controversy head on, like bringing him on the show and like we're fighting about, yeah, God knows what. I don't I just, want like, that. I don't subtly, want you guys fighting. I just subtly like go <laughs> through my top five current rappers, <laughs> yeah. and like watch him have an aneurysm. As a- <laughs> mm-hmm. you should do Macklemore one and then Ryan <laughs> Lewis two. <laughs> Fort Miners on. Oh, does, does that count or is that a group? <laughs> Putting Fort Miner on the, there. Who's the uh, last question about music? Who's the rapper or who's like the country singer that raps? Luke Bryan. Is he the one that raps? Uh, like it's basically dude, rap. I've, I've gotten out of the country game okay. too. I got to be All honest. Right. Since I moved, well, that should be your number one. Whatever uh, that country singer that raps, that guy. I mean, uh, I guess Tim McGraw and Nelly made a song that time. Maybe Tim McGraw's your number one rapper. The um the country singer that raps. Oh, it's is it Sam Hunt? Is that what you're talking about? He's he like talks. Sam, maybe it's Kane Brown. It might is be it, Kane Brown. Is that who it is? Sam I, Hunt's, I don't know. Sam Hunt's thing is like he just talks. Like he literally just yeah. like talks. Like, like spoken just, word. Like, What's up, girl? I see you on the side of the bar, and I was trying to talk to you the other day, and now I see you, and I'm gonna try to talk again. And like, Put him on your list. Does it like that. Put him on your like, list. What? Are you singing or just Evan? Come on the show. <laughs> anyway, that's a music breakdown with uh, Titus and Tate. Uh, but it's relevant because we're talking about the rap scene. Tate, watch this segue. This is Ooh, why I'm a professional. This is why I make the big bucks. Uh, we're talking about the rap scene. We're talking about the, the guys who are hot in the streets. And that is relevant because it, it all roads lead back to John Calipari. And he is a man who has his finger on the pulse of rap music as well mm-hmm. um, by befriending Kanye West and Lil Wayne and Drake, the three hottest names in rap right now. I mean, those are, can you find me three? And you're, in 2022, are there three guys that are bringing the heat more than those three guys? I mm. don't think so. I don't think um, so. So let's talk about John Calipari versus Mark Stoops. This is a uh, story that... Uh, we we touched on um, last show because we thought it was just going to be like a ha ha uh, quick moment and and we all move on because uh, John Calipari for those who missed it uh, is is basically stumping for a new practice facility for the Kentucky basketball yes. team. They deserve it. Yeah, they deserve it. it. Uh-huh. Yeah, earn not given. We understand mm-hmm. that that really, yeah. that's a Calipari motto is earn not given. Um, so he's he he has earned it as the head coach of Kentucky. I earned uh, this third base position. Yes, I earned the third. <laughs> So uh, he's basically like publicly stumping, and and at some some point he he lets he lets it slip, or maybe he doesn't let it slip. He purposely says like we're a basketball school, and like everybody know, knows it. Everybody knows it, and we got to get basketball. You know, basketball school should have better basketball facilities. Mark Stoops takes exception to this. Mark Stoops being Kentucky's head football coach, 
Uh, and a man who has been wholeheartedly in front of rebranding Kentucky football. You know, yeah. I mean, Mark Stoops has been basically, like you said, stumping for the past five years about Kentucky football's for real. Yep. And so uh, he in Kentucky football, you know, like defined for real. Like is Kentucky football uh, competing for national titles? No. But, but they're not Kansas. But they 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 were ten win team in the SEC yeah. last year. And uh, you know, like I, that's something. That counts. It is. That counts. It is. So uh, they're they're no longer. I mean, they were never really like as bad as like Indiana or Kansas football, but they, you know, Kentucky football has been really bad at times. They're not bad mm-hmm. anymore. They're good. So Mark Stoops takes exception to this. Tweets out uh, something uh, about uh, uh, I just remember the hashtag: the uh, four 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 straight postseason wins. Yes, like Kentucky football's won four. That was the, that was the, basically what you can. That's from what the we tweet. saw yes. uh, when we did our last show, and we were like, "That's funny. That's a good like." Jab back at Calipari. They're gonna call each other off air, and uh, everyone's gonna hug wipe out, their hands. Wipe their hands. On. It's gonna be over. Wrong. False. <laughs> the exact opposite happened. There has been more gasoline. This is on a this. war of words. Yes. <laughs> Mark, with, with where gas prices are today, Mark Stoops has spent his entire salary, I think, on gasoline to pour onto this <laughs> fire that's been created. Um. So I'm gonna give you a rundown of some of the quotes. That I, I I pulled these from a sea of blue.com. Shout out to them, the SB Nation, uh, a little Kentucky blog that the operation they have. They did a nice succinct breakdown of all of these quotes that are coming out of uh, Mark Stoops not letting this thing die, not letting because he took exception to it. He thought like John Calipari calling this a basketball school. He's like, football program makes more money. We are in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care how how many national titles you want in basketball if you're an SEC school. Baby, it's secondary. Maybe you're a football school. Yeah. That's how it works. Uh, so here, here's here's some of, here's some of the quotes from Mark Stoops. I don't care about anyone's program or others that we compete against. I stay in my lane. But when you start talking about mine and people I compete against, I'm not going. I'm going to defend my players. Don't demean or distract from what we've done to get to this point. I don't need to apologize for that, and I won't. Mm. So when when you're coming out and you're like, I'm not going to apologize. All right. So now the gloves are a little bit off. Yeah. Let's see where this goes. No disrespect. I'm not concerned about anybody's feelings outside of that building. Talking about his own uh, practice building, his own facility. Uh, another quote: Some may, but this program didn't wake up on third base, and that's the one you touched on Oof. earlier. That's 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 that a, is a that's a what we would call a character call out, right? That is to say, you are privileged, right? And and in these in these days, you know, you don't want that to be, especially when you're John Calipari and you're selling the dream. You know what I mean? You don't want another coach to basically be like, "You're not that guy, pal." Well, Jim Harbaugh said that about Ryan Day when Michigan mm-hmm. beat Ohio State in yeah. football, and Boy, it was an effective uh, dig. I'll put it that way. It, 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 if it, you it get a reaction, a yeah, it, it ruffles. <laughs> you know what I mean? It definitely hits. You know what you're doing when you say that, right? Like, you know that is a loaded, you know, that, that's like saying someone has a posse or something. You're like, that's a loaded phrase. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? And saying someone's born on third base, you're basically saying you don't deserve this. Because there's not a there's not a human being alive that wants to, that, that will, will willingly acknowledge mm-hmm. that they were born on third base. Of course. Nobody. No, no everybody everyone, wants to struggle. Everyone thinks that we're in a meritocracy, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you talk to anyone that's in any position, they're like, it's a meritocracy. My merit has brought me here. But you and I work in one of the most uh, nepotistic, I don't even know that's a word, but it is an infected business with third basers. Do you right? have any examples no, of guys I, I, who I have can't. gotten I, I've not because I am not Mark Stoops and I would <laughs> never do that. But you know when you hear that term, you're like, wait yeah. a second, what? Wait, what? And that's yeah. where we are. Um, uh, yeah, like the- And Calipari was definitely affected by oh, that. Oh, of same. course. How could you not yeah. be? How could you not be? 
the 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 freaking prince of well, I don't I don't follow the royal family on uh, but who's the prince Prince who's Harry the one, who's the one the, the Prince William William is that the older one William's the older one that that is it's married to Kate king. he's the one that's good he's the one that's still in the family is he gonna be king someday I don't know how it works I think I he's gonna be prince again I don't know yeah. <laughs> he stays prince is there you're ever a duke <laughs> you're gonna be duke of you don't want to be a Duke. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. <laughs> you don't want to be a Duke. Uh, Harry tried to come to America and be the king of America. Like, they, they tried yeah. to, like, hang out with yeah, Oprah. Yeah, we don't do that. And we're like, we don't do we don't, kings. Harry, yeah. we don't do kings. Um, <laughs> but even that guy, what's his name, William? William. Yeah, even if, even if you asked that guy, he'd be like, I was not born out there. I worked hard for this. Yeah. I worked, like, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I earned everything to get here. Uh, so it, that, that was, there are two more quotes. He has I, a tattoo earned. Yeah, earned it. on his chest. <laughs> uh, two more quotes from Mark Stoops. That's it. Uh, on why he tweeted a response to Calipari's quote. So the, the, uh, uh-huh. um, the one, the hashtag four straight bowl or four straight postseason wins, which was a dig because Kentucky basketball, as we know, has not St. Peter's. Has not won, yeah, St. Peter's. That's all you have to say. And also nine and what, how many losses did they have two years ago? Um, anyway, <laughs> that's in defense of my players, in defense of the work that we've done. That was the quote. Uh, and then I'm done. I've addressed it. I will defend my players. And and that was a quote about apparently him not talking to, to Calipari yet. They have not spoke, according to yes. the, the sources that I've done. Like, they've not – this isn't like a, a – a, you know, like a, they have a public spat, but they're actually – Fine, behind doors, closed doors. Whatever. Yeah. No. There are they, no they, closed they, doors. There are no They are doors. opening the doors, yes. and they're saying, come look at our dirty laundry. So where do mom and dad fit into all this? Because you got you got the brothers are fighting. Dad has to step in. Dad being AD, Mitch Barnhart, um, he's, he's the guy that, that is overseeing both of the whole athletic program. <laughs> he's like, we all actually play at Kentucky. Yeah, all the jerseys say Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. We're all Wildcats, I thought. I don't know. I thought- We'll see. So uh, whose side is he taking in all this? Well, let's 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 suss out the uh, and great analogy on my part. I didn't even mean to do this as I'm about to read this first quote. Uh, Mitch Barnhart, uh, his his the first quote that that that's listed here is quote: "Adults are supposed to teach the children." Bang, mm, like that. Interesting. Yep. That's uh, so you kind of see where his head's at. He's not happy with what, what's mm-hmm. unfolding. But again, which side is he going to take here, Tate? Let's see. He's saying it sounds a little childish. We are not a basketball school. We are not a football school. We are a school with an outstanding athletic department. We are an quote all everything school. The desire for more should be met with a sense of gratitude. Was also a quote. And now you're starting to say to yourself, is this is this man talking about John Calipari? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is, it, is mm-hmm. he? The Craft Center continues to be a state-of-the-art facility. There's a process, and we will work through that process. It's not a project in our strategic plan. So it sounds like he's not interested in, in, in entertaining the idea of, of funneling a bunch of money to the uh, basketball program at the moment. They will talk at the appropriate time when Calipari gets back from the Bahamas. This is about uh, whether he, whether Cal and uh, Stu have talked. They are both iconic people at our program, and I will anticipate them – to handle that like pros. And then finally, the uh, the dagger is, I'm not real thrilled with where with where we are. Grownups are going to have to figure this out and be a little better. Sometimes when you get a little bit of success, you get a little entitled. We will be a grateful department. We will not be entitled. I will teach it that way in my end. That's, uh, that's juicy. And that right there says to you, we're a football school. Yeah, right? I, I mean, that, so. that, that, I that is so. the way I read that. The, the AD is saying, hey, you're being entitled. You're acting like you're on third base. Mm-hmm. Shut up. I'm not going to just give you whatever you want. Enjoy the Bahamas. Have a great trip, but shut up. I absolutely love it. I I, I love it not for just the drama. I love it because uh, this is how this is all we've ever wanted out of Kentucky. Is like <laughs> have a little pride. Stand up and for quit yourself. Like bending yeah. over backwards for one man because mm-hmm. like you should have some sort of uh, sense of like 
We don't. John Calipari needs Kentucky way, way, way more than Kentucky needs him. Yes. Way more. And I know that's. I know that there are people that are like, I don't know, man. I remember the Billy Gillespie years. Like that was. That was those were dark times. Mm-hmm. And then Cal came along and saved us. You could have. You could have thirty Billy Gillespies in a row at Kentucky. Keep firing guys and keep hiring Billy Gillespie over and over and over. And still, the the thirty first guy you hire is going to be in a position where he can make Kentucky basketball great because it's like a machine. It's Camelot. The infrastructure it's, it's literally is literally Camelot. That's what yes. Rick Pitino said. He yes. said it's literally Camelot. Mm-hmm. I miss it every day. He said that when he was coaching at Louisville. <laughs> and if John Calipari get fired, Rick Pitino would be like, "Hello uh, there, <laughs> hi, <laughs> hello friends, hello." <laughs> um. So anyway, this is a it's it's a fascinating story because uh, it it it's um. You know that that's ultimately what seems to doom guys is like I'm not I'm not putting Cal in the hot seat I'm not saying uh, I'm not one of those crazy people but it does feel like that's what when when unexpected changes happen and like when things like fall apart it's it's never like Cal's not going to get fired for losing to St. Peter's I don't think I mean he'd have to lose the he'd have to lose the 15 seed like three more tournaments in yes. a row you know what happens is shit like this is like it gets political he like upsets the wrong boosters. The AD's not happy with them. Like Kentucky football is trying to build something. They're trying to keep, they see the bigger picture, which is like as all this conference realignment's happening and every decision is influenced by football, and that's how every school's staying afloat. Yes. We need to invest more in football. The yes. boosters see that. They're investing more in football. Everyone's going to football. And if Cal's not on board with that, then maybe we should get a guy on who is, yeah. you know, I don't know. Um, so that that's fascinating to me because like this is the 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 mechanisms at work here. Again, I'm not saying he's on the hot seat. I'm not saying he's even a little bit on the hot seat. But if we look up in five years and John Calipari is on the hot seat, I'm gonna be like, remember that time when he said we're at basketball school? I say I, I would say this. I think John Calipari is sitting on his throne, but about three years ago, someone lit a candle underneath that throne. Mm-hmm. And and slowly <laughs> the flame is growing and the heat is rising, and slowly he's looking down and he's like, Is, is there smoke? <laughs> That's smoke under my feet? And people are like, No, it's not smoke. Don't worry, don't worry about it. But I think that that is what we're getting the territory of, where he is walking around like he can do whatever, but that is not the world that we live in, especially at Kentucky right now. Because like you said, they have a larger plan. They have a larger mm-hmm. scheme about what they want to do with athletics. And in their minds, they're not get, they're not reaping the returns, right? It's, we've been a decade since we won a national championship, right? It's a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. That was when Anthony Davis played college basketball. It's a long time. We're now at the point where you're like, Anthony Davis is on the second part of his NBA career, right? So... That's how far removed we are from what we ultimately want. We're striving for nine. We've been striving for nine for a long time. It's a long strive. It's a long strive. And they don't play that. You know this. I know this. We know Kentucky time. fans. And it was a long time between the Anthony Davis title and the one before that. I mean, not yeah. really, but it felt like a long time felt at the like time. A long time. It felt like eons. Yeah. And in general, I what I gather from Kentucky fans and you know people that I know that are Kentucky fans, they like the football program. They like that they're competing of in course, football. Of course, yeah. They're actually very prideful about it. So why would you poke that bear when your own fan base doesn't want that? Like, your own fan base has been arguing against other people in the SEC about being a basketball school for a decade, and now your own co- coach of your basketball program says that? Yeah. that you. It's almost like he turned his back on his actual fans, and that's why the Kentucky people are all up in arms. And now you're arguing amongst yourself. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're – the the, the a, a lot of the discussion seemed to be centered on who was right. Like it like it was Cal right to say that they were a basketball school, and I saw people rushing his defense, saying like, "Yeah, of course they're right. He's got they got eight, eight national titles. They're one of the, the blue yeah. bloods of college basketball. It is definitively a basketball school." Uh, 
in my mind, it's not an issue of whether he's right. It's an issue of like, why would you say this? It, it's a loaded like, why, term. Why would you like, even, you know, the implicate, like you saying you have that to be smarter. Than yeah, that. exactly. You saying that is basically like, you know, who's going to get this money. Cause we're first priority Yeah. in a time where the Kentucky athletic program is saying, Hey, wait a second here. We need to, we need to invest on this end. So you're basically, like you said, you're going against like the powers that be, and they don't like when you try to and challenge. The funniest them. part about it all, which I, I still think, I, I still can't believe, and I, I'm not sure I do believe, but if the he football was com- program makes more money, of course. And if so. he was coming, if he was coming off a Final Four run, I would actually think he gets a lot of a pass here, right? But it's like right. you're already, you just lost a 15 seed exactly dude, after winning nine like, games. Sh- like, like maybe the time is now yeah. to to tone it down a bit, and he is going the opposite direction. Which in one spec, you're like. Got to respect the audacity. Yeah. But there is an equal and opposite reaction on the other side of that. And it sounds like Mitch Barnhart and the athletic program is saying, hey, our money makers here. And guess what we care about? Money. Duh. Money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, John, I don't know if you're aware, but all of our decisions, they're uh, driven by money. Yeah. Money. Can I, can um, I uh, mention one thing that I just noticed uh, when I was watching the Kentucky Bahamas game quickly? Yeah. Please give us a scattering. Yeah. Us. So the the event itself that was put on, the, did you see who the sponsor was? It was Drake. It was Drake. Yeah, it was. It, it was. W- it wasn't Drake himself, but it was but a, a bar too, a was, restaurant called Drake's. No, maybe maybe that's why I didn't watch the rest of the game because I turned it on. I saw his spot. It was like <laughs> they said Drake's Big Blue Bahamas, exactly. and then I stopped watching because I was like googling. Yeah, did Drake sponsor? <laughs> and, and, and so luckily, I did the research here. But legend has it that Bruce Drake uh, created this restaurant. I guess that's a, a string of restaurants, like a TGI Fridays type vibe. Mm. That is Drake's, and that was who the sponsor. They got was. good apps. I gotta look up the app. Gotta app have good apps. At, uh, they got Drake's. a good menu. It looks like they got some cocktails. They're down in the south, so it's like you know Alabama. But got, you didn't know about them. I didn't know about them. Oh, interesting. So, so is now, it like a new thing? Is I guess like so. I mean, it, it says like, it's in North Carolina, but only Burlington, North Carolina, which, I mean, shout out Burlington. Been there, played them in, in you know, conference against Burlington Williams, but never went to Drake's. But anyways, that backdrop just made me laugh. Yeah. And then as you're watching it, right, you're like, wow, this is the most PR-sponsored event I've ever seen. And as you're looking around, you're like, wait a second. So John Calipari is sitting basically at midcourt he's sitting at a table like mm-hmm. he's simon cowell uh, judging american idol like he's not even coaching these games and he's like judging what is happening within his, and he's like he's like whispering behind papers <laughs> like he's like pointing at guys guys are getting benched and stuff and they asked cj frederick at one point while he's on the call they're like so you have orlando antigua over here who's coaching the game and yeah. he's yelling and doing all type of stuff and you got cal over here so they're opposite so you have to choose who you're going to listen to and they're like cj who do you listen to he's like oh definitely cal but meanwhile, like Orlando Antigua is actually coaching the live game that's happening against a live opponent, the Bahamas team. But Calipari is basically distracting his own team with his own conversation. So that that whole backdrop just made all of this other stuff even funnier as I watched this because I'm like, this is just a so PR Or- Orlando display. Antigua coached all four games. I believe so. Yes. And they went four and zero. And the last game we saw John Calipari. Is this coach. a Mark Tatum situation? Where you're like, bump up the number two. Was, is there trouble in paradise, in literally paradise? <laughs> trouble in the Bahamas? Is, is that what we're, we're gathering for this? Because I saw. I uh, just find it fascinating. I saw before the Bahamas game, because um, they played, their game four was the Bahamas. Yes. They played the Bahamas. Um, mm-hmm. For those of you that are saying, now wait a second, they played the Bahamas in the Bahamas? I thought, I thought Cal doesn't do true road games. No, false, because this was 
uh, as you said, they had Big Blue Madness on the. So this yes. was a neutral site. It, it, it was a Kentucky event. This was like like by Bahama, and large. This was not a Bahamas home arena. It was like a it was a Spokane mm-hmm. arena situation. It was yes. because it was a Kentucky, Kentucky event. Um, but but bef- and uh, Bahamas gave them a good game. I guess that's what I sent you the eyes emoji. Yes, like, this is no. This they is played really solid, but they had, I mean they had pro um, players on their team. Kentucky does too. I mean, <laughs> what's the difference? Yeah, I know. True. <laughs> Oscar Sheboy makes more than all the Bahamas <laughs> yeah. team combined. Uh, and then, <laughs> on this trip, he made that much. I gotta get used to that. The new era of like, like amateur versus you know. Just, I want like, the like first video the of, of, of like about. Oscar Sheboy smacking someone with the stack of cash. That's what <laughs> yeah. I need. <laughs> um, but the game before that, Tate, they played Carlton. Who, uh, if, if you've been listening to our show for a long time, that was tough. You might remember Jordan Henry, uh, mm-hmm. who I was prepared to have on the show today. To be honest with you, Tate, um, Jordan Henry's a a guy who who appeared on our show a handful of times. Uh, bills himself as the Canadian John Rostein, I believe. Yes. Um, he's our Canadian correspondent. He's our Canadian correspondent. Uh, he he's got his finger on the pulse of Canadian <laughs> basketball, which matters. You know, a lot of Canadians are are, are making a lot of uh. Tell the people some Canadians that exist out there that are that are good at basketball. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins won an won an NBA title. Um, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray uh, hasn't played in a while, but he's but he good. was great but in the Murray's bubble. Good. Remember the bubble? Yeah, that was remember sick. remember that. Um, and then others. <laughs> yeah. And then Steve Nash, who's coaching the Brooklyn Tristan Nets Thompson, for used now. to be in that list. Cut him out. Corey Joseph, cut him out. Uh, so we've been we you and I have been fascinated by Canadian basketball for uh-huh. for a little while because uh, you know it's there there is a. It, it, Canada's not that much different than us. They should be good, right? And uh, we have to say R.J. Barrett for Jim, by the way. R.J. Barrett, yeah. yeah. Cannot forget <laughs> superstar R.J. Barrett. Um, and then once upon a time, uh, was it Wisconsin lost to Carlton? I believe mm-hmm. they they went up to Canada and and one one of those Wisconsin teams I think lost in the uh, uh in a, on their summer tour to 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 the Carlton Ravens. And then the famous example was Mike, Mike Dom. Dom. Yeah, went up the Dominator. Car- yeah, Mike Dom goes vegan. Uh, he's talking about it all off season. He's like, I'm lighter. I'm I'm more nimble. He's like, my game has changed. I got a spin move. He got wrecked by Carlton. He was like, yeah. back to meat. Yeah, I'm gonna eat meat now. I'm, I, I made a huge mistake. I'm going back to meat. So we were fascinated by Carlton. They've won. Um, they they I I think at one point they they had won like 12 or 13 national titles in Canada or something. And uh, you know, there is there's like a Grantland article about Carlton. Uh, I believe so. They're the Ravens, right? They're the Ravens. Yeah. So uh, if you're if you're to ask me to name um. Canadian college basketball teams like Carlton's the first one and then Calgary's another one I remember they sent me a jersey one time they're the dinosaurs like the dinos mm. they have like great like the Raptors yeah dude but it's like they're like a cartoon dinosaur I mean but shout it's like out to Canada even... for really like cornering the the, <laughs> the dinosaur, dinosaur. <laughs> like, we'll be dinosaurs or I bears remember Calgary's was like it was, like at least the Toronto Raptor looks like mean and, and like will rip you to shreds <laughs> like the the dinos like the, smiling he's like, like Barney, like Barney. Yeah. he's like <laughs> thumbs up um anyway carlton carlton's been on my radar for a while i saw kentucky was gonna play him it was upset alert and kentucky beat the ever-living shit out of them tate and Mm. uh that's noteworthy to me because uh yeah is there trouble in paradise because orlando and tigua are should we be worried about canadian basketball one if carlton's getting worked by by kentucky uh or is it the flip side is kentucky actually good but only when john calipari's not coaching there's a lot of things there's a lot of smoke out there to make sense of 
I don't know where we stand. We have plenty of time to figure it out, though. That's the good part because the season doesn't start for like three more months. I will say this. I was watching the game, and it does feel a little bit like Kentucky is kind of going through the motions with some of their stars, quote-unquote. Severe Wheeler, you know, he had a couple sloppy possessions where he's just letting the ball no, go that's, away. That's Severe Wheeler at his peak, I think. That's a, that's that's vintage Severe I, I do I do find I do find it fascinating that we're in the situation where, you know, this Kentucky team is going to have so much, like, of course they're going to compete for a national championship. Of course, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. And they did lose, arguably, their their best playmaker. I'm not going to say their best player in Ty Ty. So it will be fascinating. But as I was watching this game, it seems like Jacob Toppin is going to be the guy. Jacob Toppin is actually going yeah. to have to be important to this team. And I don't know. that That's interesting to me. C.J. Frederick didn't play, though. No. He, that's why he, he did, he did great on the mic, though. I saw, uh, I saw a clip of C.J. Frederick hitting, like, 30 threes in a row or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was making its rounds, and and some of Big Blue Nation were going crazy about this man can't miss. But then, like his release takes, uh, you know, like half the shot clock to get the, <laughs> yeah. get the shot but, off, and he doesn't jump, and but he doesn't miss. And you're like, all right. But then you also are like, last how time does we, he get it off? Yeah. yeah. And last time we saw this guy was against Oregon, and then state tournament when he couldn't play because they were just, they were just literally so just like crossing like, him yeah. up and then dunking every single time. Yeah, he did say, which I found, but we'll see. I don't he know. was hurt last year, right? Yeah. So yeah. he, but he said in his little, he kind of let this slip a little bit, but he was like, yeah, coach Calipari, when I got here last year, he was like playing at Kentucky is different. He was like, so I needed a red shirt year to prepare myself uh-huh. for playing for Kentucky. And I was like, oh, so it was a little double. I, uh, there. I think I got one more year of me I'm, when Reed Shepard gets to Kentucky, yeah. I'm, I'm going to love him. And I know that. And uh, so I'm going to enjoy hopefully one more year of uh because mm-hmm. i am fair i'm fair and balanced I, th- I think you could say that about me i think like when when the good kentucky team teams come along um i i drop the jokes and i'm like these guys are fucking awesome and i love yeah. them and the same with duke the same when duke has an awesome yeah. team that's like actually likable i'll like them yeah i mean same um, with me 2017 kentucky was i i thought that team if it wasn't going to be carolina yeah, i thought kentucky was going to beat them and yeah. obviously luke may hit the shot and it was any anybody could have won that game and then 2019 duke I mean, how do you not win a title? I mean, if you have a real coach, you win a title 10 out of That's 10 true. times. Yeah. You know? You're absolutely right. I absolutely mean, right. If Orlando Antigua was coaching that team. Yeah. That's a great. <laughs> that's a great hypothetical. Huh? For like, how many, the championship. If Orlando Antigua was at Duke for the last 40 years, how many national titles does he have with, the, with those rosters? At least with two. all of those rosters. At least two. Oh, my God. He's 50%. Unbelievable. He's He's... <laughs> um so let's do someone let's do, aggregate that yeah. <laughs> no it's uh what, what's the what's the saying about like the backup quarterbacks most popular guy on campus or like that's, i think that's, that's the saying that's carolina football for the I past think, 20 uh, years that's what we always say every single time that we have a starter we're like did you see mitchell trubisky though yeah. it's like we have mark Weese takes us to an acc championship the Doesn't associate matter. head coach is the most popular guy in kentucky's of course <laughs> of course is how it works. um but is kentucky a basketball basketball or football school that's the question and and i think that's the, the solution uh the 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 uh or, or the the conclusion that we come to in this saga is that it's not John Calipari's place to say. That's a, whether yes. he's right or wrong doesn't matter. You should not be the one that stepped You're up. You're too and say close. It. You're yeah. too close. And in fact, I don't think any coach at any of the, any school in the country should say this. I don't think uh, Bill Self should say this about Kansas. I don't think he should come out and say we're a basketball school. I think that's detrimental to 
It doesn't help Kansas. It doesn't help anybody. You mentioned Bill Self, and this is a perfect example. Bill Self was at Kansas's football practice. Don't, don't, you know, I don't know how I saw this, but again, we joked about how I somehow always see Kansas football. But I was watching ESPN. They showed Bill Self at Kansas football practice, and he's like, we got a lot of transfers. I really like this group. I think they're going to be a really good team, and we're not going to be a doormat anymore in the Big 12. I think a lot of these players could play at any team in the Big 12. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching. I'm like, this compared to we're a basketball school. I'll take I'll take Bill Self's love of Kansas football seriously when he allows one of his players to play football. Yeah, that'll never happen. Like when there's an Antoine Randall situation. Julius like Peppers, a, Ronald Julius Curry. Pepper, yeah. Great time. When he does that, then I know that he's really committed to Kansas football. I mean, I just will say the coolest thing ever was like football season would end, Carolina plays in the Peach Bowl or whatever, and then it was like a two-week window where it's like Julius Peppers is in practice, yeah, and then yeah. Julius Peppers joins the team. If he oh, lets David great. McCormick be a edge rusher. Oh, he'd be great. If, 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 if Bill Self's willing to let that happen, then I'll believe him. Yeah, that he's in, tip of the cap. In, um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, th- these coaches should not be the ones to say this. But at the same time, Tate, uh, it you know the the ads need to know where the you know where they the, stand where they stand. They mm-hmm. need to know where to funnel the resources. So I think it is I, it's imperative, I guess, that they that we do figure out like which are the basketball schools mm-hmm. and which are the football schools. But if the coaches can't do it, who should do it? The answer is us. That's what we're here for. So uh, I I thought we should we, we've done this exercise before. I thought it'd yes. be a good time to revisit it with Kentucky in the news. Um, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna go through. And all the ADs that listen to our show, uh, many of them, huge, huge, huge. amount of, uh, of of athletic directors that listen to the show, um, we're going to set the record straight for them so they know where their athletic program stands. So is, we're going to dive into it. Sign me up. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so I put a list together of some guys of, of some of some programs that could go either way. It's yeah. a little it's a little hazy where it stands. Well, the first one, never mind. The first one is is clear as day. It's very obvious. Uh, first one on the list is Texas, which is definitely basketball. I mean, that one's yes. that's a no brainer. Yes. the buzz that people forgot. Chris uh, Beard's building. Yeah, Chris Beard yeah. comes there. He changes everything. Also, Shock is smart before he left. Wins the Maui Invitational. Right. Gets the Maui bump. Two years in a row yeah. uh, that Texas has been ranked in the top five in mm-hmm. basketball at some point in the season. Mm-hmm. So hang that banner. Yeah. Um. And and I I really believe this in my heart that at some point we we saw uh. There's there's the famous uh, instance where all these football coaches like Nick Saban and uh, uh, who name some other football coach <laughs> Jimbo Fisher, <laughs> Nick Saban and uh, uh, is Pete Carroll still? At <laughs> I'm joking. Um, Urban Meyer. Uh, <laughs> Where's he going? They were, <laughs> they were at uh, Arch Manning's basketball game, watching Arch Manning play basketball, mm. and I found that interesting because I do, I do believe that Arch Manning has committed to a basketball school in Texas now. Yeah, and I do think it, I, it's only a matter of time until he's on the basketball team in Texas. You think he plays both? I think he plays both. I yeah, like that. I, I do think so. That's fair. Uh, number two on our list, Tennessee. How do you see that one? I mean, Rick Barnes, basketball yeah. school. I mean, Tennessee has done a full turn from Phil Fulmer that whole era early 2000s they're like we're done with this that was our football time now we want to win now we want to make a final four we're team rick barnes basketball school Uh, i'll I'll put it this way i know of multiple basketball coaches Mm -hmm. that have had success at tennessee phil fulmer's the only guy i know that like did anything with the football program yeah Maybe that says more about me than, than but Tennessee that's, football. But that's like, the only name that I – when you think of Tennessee football coach. That's it. That's it. So are they actually a good football program or is it just Phil Fulmer? In Tennessee, I can think of three basketball coaches. Yeah, yeah. So win, basketball school. Done. <laughs> uh, 
Number three, Florida State. I mean, duh, duh obvious. That's the next question. I mean, that's basketball. These are I mean, the creators of the term new blood. Yeah. And you and yeah. I, I mean, we, we we deal with blue bloods all the time, but the new bloods are necessary. Leonard Hamilton is a new blood 2020 man. national champions. Yes. One of seven schools to win the 2020 national championship. Hey, is what um, it is. We didn't but, play the tournament, so if you say it, you did it. Yeah, but like like that's a football move, though, is to say, like, we like at the end of the year, we didn't have yeah. a tournament. Who won? And it's like whoever's the loudest one. That's how football used to work for a hundred years. And look at all this conference realignment. How many you know leaks have there been that we want the Florida State football team? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't seem like they have the same cash. Yeah, you're right. That's a great point. And if anything, Deion Sanders at his new school took the cachet of Florida State over there to Jackson State. That's a great point. And 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 keep going with my two sport athlete deal. Like Deion Sanders is your is your greatest player ever in Florida State football history. And even he was like, I need like another outlet. Yeah, like, I got to play baseball too. Yeah, like this is this isn't enough for me. This isn't enough. Jameis Winston, I'm not yeah. fulfilled. Yeah, I'm not, I have to play baseball <laughs> also. Great point, dude. Great <laughs> point. Uh, number four on my list. And I don't know why I keep saying the numbers because these aren't like power rankings. No, I like it so, though. I like because like, you, you there are ten schools. I have right? ten schools ten on my schools. list. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four is Oregon. That one's Ooh. a little, that one could get a little dicey, but I, I ultimately, do you want to go first? No, I, in my head, I'm, I'm thinking like football school because of the uniforms, but then I'm kind of tracing yeah. it back and then you're, I'm you're, thinking your instinct is football. You're yes. in Oregon, you're like football, but then you stop and think about it. And you're like, I'm like Dana right, Altman. Dana Altman has been there for like 12 years. Wins 20 2017 games, Final Four. 20 games every year. Yeah. They went to an Elite Eight that wasn't even the Final Four year. Um, They won the Pac-12, right? Mm-hmm. They, they've won, they, they won the Pac-12. Remember what they did to Iowa? Right, right. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they broke Luca Garza. Yes. Yeah. The national player of yeah, the year. They broke him. Um, And then meanwhile, in the time that Dana Altman's been there, there have been five different head football coaches and six if you count the interim guy who coached the bowl game. Yeah. I'm counting it. Six. So six guys have put on the head headset. Too much turnover. Sideline. While Dana Altman's been there? Mm -hmm. That's basketball school, dude. Yeah. That's a basketball school. Past decade, all signs, basketball school. Yeah. Um, number five on the list is Auburn, which I think is like a no brainer basketball school. Because they they just had two first round picks. Um I, I literally cannot name a single player on Auburn's football team right now. Now that Bo Nix has went to went to Oregon, funny enough, that we just talked about Oregon. Um, and I, I honestly don't know who the head coach is of Auburn yeah. football at this point. Is it still Gus Malzahn? <laughs> I, I I can't even. Dude, that's a joke. No, a I know. Joke, but, I know. Uh, but at the end of the day. But also, day, I don't know. I wasn't joking. I don't know who the guy is. That's the head coach at Auburn. I was like, the most famous thing that he did was tweet everything school with a picture of him and Bruce Pearl in reaction to the Calipari yeah. Mark Stoops thing, right? I mean, yeah. That was that's and his, that's like, his one the, shining moment. Everyone's so like, far. "Who's this guy?" With <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Is that their offensive coordinator?" <laughs> and I feel like Auburn fans would agree, actually agree with that that they are they yeah. they, they wouldn't want to agree because they're like we're a, we have proud football tradition, but at the same they're time, winking like, at us as they're saying it. But they would be excited to know that we validate acknowledge your, we acknowledge your basketball program, right? Yeah. Um, Should have gone to the Final Four last year. I I'm now realizing that a lot of my standards with this is kind of my uh, my standard for making a hall of fame which is uh i believe my, my anytime like these like baseball hall of fame decisions or basketball hall of fame decisions come up and it's like does uh you know does mitch richmond belong in the basketball hall of fame um <laughs> it's always mitch richmond i think so i think so but my answer is yes and you know why my answer is yes is because i know mitch richmond and that's, yeah. that's that's my standard with every hall of fame it's like if i know the guy if me personally yeah that's if, if you're asking me personally, should he does he belong in the Hall of Fame? I say yes if I know who he is. Tory Holt, yes. Hall of Fame, yes. Put him in the Hall of Fame, yes. Marshall Falk, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Dude. <laughs> all the Rams players, yeah. Dre Bly, it's Fame. like all my the Colts players I watched grow. Austin Collie, Hall of Fame. This is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> 
Put him in the Hall of Fame. That's how I am. Bob with Sanders, this. though, Hall of Fame. Bob Sanders, like all jokes aside, Hall of Fame. I will say this: Bob Sanders is one of those players that you're like, if he plays the game, we win. If he doesn't, we lose. Which is in football really hard to have those kind of players. I'm glad you hit the nail on the head. Every <laughs> single Colts fan, and I wasn't even a Colts fan growing up, but like I could, I could sense it around all my friends and everything. Like as you just said, dude, if Bob Sanders was in, you're like, this the Colts are winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. But he was never in because he was hurt at all times. Yes. Uh, so when he was hurt, you're like, we're fucked. And it's like, it's one guy. It's a football. Like, yeah. you know how many guys get on the field in a football? He's not even the quarterback. He's like, you're like, it doesn't matter. This is how the, the works with the Colts without Bob Sanders. We're in trouble. And I feel like if you ask like Troy Polamalu and Ed Reed, who I think are the guys, right. If you were like, what's one safety that you look to and you respect, they'd be like, Oh, Bob Bob's, Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> no, Bob's, no doubt. No doubt Bob Sanders. <laughs> I, I'm going to work on a theory off air. Now when we get done with the show that Bob Sanders is the Michael Beasley of football. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. That he's a guy we only saw. Or a few Michael Porter Jr. Of. Yeah. He's just like <laughs> we just saw a few flashes of him, but it was enough. And he has the respect of everybody. Of like, he's nice. He's nice. He's nice. <laughs> uh so anyway, that's how I'm that's how I'm going about this. Is like I don't know who the football coach is, thus ipso facto basketball. Bruce school. Pearl's the face of Auburn sports right now. Basketball school. Yeah, you know that that is fair. That's a fair that's a fair assessment. Um number six on my list is USC. A lot of buzz around the football program right now. Lincoln yeah, Riley Colin is, Coward downstairs yeah. right now is talking He's about the, on the US, doors USC's like, let me recruiting class. Um, Lincoln Riley, uh, people forget, has not won a game at USC. <laughs> Literally has not won a single game. Yeah. A lot of, lot of chatter out there, a lot mm -hmm. of buzz. Uh, he, he, he's won zero games. So yes. I think when you start... Won a lot of headlines, though. Yeah. He, he's won so many headlines, at least 100. Um, the, the USC basketball program, back-to-back 25-win -back seasons, um, went to an Elite Eight. Evan Mobley's a guy. Evan Mobley right now is probably top five under 23 whatever player in the NBA. So, like, you're, you're talking about an all-time player that's always going to go back to USC right there. I have this note as well, that uh, USC basketball is th – th this is why I think ultimately USC is a basketball school is because uh, I, I, I dug up this stat. In 1910, they had no coach, and they went 21-3. and three. And that to me just says wow. like there's a culture of basketball yes. within the school. Like we get it. Like we don't need a coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where roll you, the balls out. USC football is like we need Pete Carroll to come in and yeah. and you know like it, we need the right coach. Like that's they they've been lost in the wilderness because they can't find the right coach. Yeah. They had Pete Carroll. They were great. Couldn't find the right coach. Now they have Lincoln Riley and they think they're great again. If you need the right coach to step in, that tells me your program isn't actually that good. USC basketball does not even need a coach. In 1910, they famously went 21-3, and so basketball school. I agree, and we have to mention that when Pete Carroll was hired, USC people hated the hire. They literally tried to fire him after his yeah. first season. They yeah. were like, this guy's terrible. He's always been a loser. And they were owned by UCLA in the 90s. Like UCLA dominated USC in the 90s. People forget this. So UCLA was even more of a football school back then than USC. Yet USC people try to talk about the history and things. It's dude, like, the history you just is, had one ride. Yeah, and the history is OJ, dude. Yeah. Like, that's your history. Uh -huh. Let's be honest. It's like OJ and then Pete Carroll showed up and, and cheated. It, you know, and, and like that's that's come on. And you didn't three peat. Like yeah. if you had three peated, if you beat Texas and you go for the three peat, we're talking about a different and who, two. Like right now. So the Evan Mobley's in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Who's the best USC player in the NFL? Like Juju. I don't He's not even good anymore. Michael Pittman, I think uh, for the Colts. He was he's was USC, right? Yeah. He's USC receiver. Or who's who's the guy that just that just got drafted? The receiver, of the Falcons. Um. He played, but he played basketball. Holy <laughs> yeah. dude, Drake, Drake London's his name. Yeah. That dude was on the basketball Sorry. team. I was blanking. No, I was. Yes. I, I was trying to think. Of, it was Drake London. It, 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 it just hit me. And he played basketball, didn't he? At USC? Yeah, because he had to share. Yeah. That's you know, it, it's basketball. It's a basketball, basketball school. Move on. Uh, basketball school <laughs> number seven, Virginia Tech. 
This I, this right here is where it gets dicey because if you were to, get, to go to Blacksburg and walk around, right, you, you start talking yeah. to people. They're like Lane Stadium. They get their keys out. They say it's a key play. They start doing the hokey pokey. You know what I mean? Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman, right? They're all yeah. everything that they're telling you about is football related. But deep down, Del Curry went to Virginia Tech, and so Steph Curry should have gone to Steph Virginia Curry Tech. Steph Curry wanted to go there. So de facto, we own Steph Curry, yeah. who just won the Finals MVP and is the maybe best player we've seen in the past decade. So Virginia Tech, it's a facto basketball school. That's a great point. That's <laughs> that if until I get a story that like Tom Brady desperately wanted to go to Virginia Tech to play football, yeah. Steph Curry wanted to go to Virginia Tech. It was badly. like, please, yeah, please take me. I'll Del do, Curry's yeah. making phone calls. Seth Greenberg's like, actually, no, 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 yeah. But now I'm going to go be on TV for the yeah. next decade. Yeah, but please subscribe to my podcast with Dan Dockage. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, we, where we definitely stick to sports. But, but at the same time, I got, here's a thought. Here's a story for you. I look at some of these kids. Uh, the other thing I was going to say was five straight NCAA tournaments for the basketball program. People Ooh. forget. Um, also, beat Michigan State in the Maui Invitational. That, that counts. We were there. Uh, meanwhile, the football program at Virginia Tech lost last year's pinstripe bowl to Maryland 54 to 10. Mm -hmm. And I think when you say the words, we lost the pinstripe bowl, it, it, that, that's you're, a sense you're that automatically not a football school anymore. If you play in the pinstripe bowl, like volunteer, like that's when West Virginia fell off. Like they, they went up there with Geno Smith and they were like, West Virginia, we're playing the pinstripe bowl. Geno Smith couldn't play in the cold. And the New York Jets said, that's our guy. I remember when Indiana played in the pinstripe bowl one year and like my brother and dad were so fired up about it. I was like, yes. <laughs> Guys, that's when you were like, we're a, we're a basketball, basketball school. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that that was a, that's a sentence that just keeps getting worse though. Lost the pinstripe bowl. Yeah, you're like that's already really bad. You uh -huh. Lost the pinstripe bowl mm -hmm. to Maryland. You're like whoa, whoa. <laughs> fifty four. You whoa, you, you you let them score fifty four points. But oh, all right, maybe how would you maybe score forty at least? Yeah, like right, forty eight. You know, the fifty four forty ten. <laughs> Blow out. Yikes. Um. All right, number also eight. won the ACC tournament in Coach K's last year. Great point. Basketball school. Great point. Basketball school. That's a, that's they kept, basketball they school kept Mr. K from winning anything. That's he won point. nothing. He won nothing. <laughs> Except, dude, flip it on its head. Great point. The only thing Mr. K won in his final season was a regular season ACC title yeah. that Duke fans have always said 15 it years is saying, useless because Carolina yes. won it every year. Because yeah. they, they said it does, it's not actually real because the ACC yeah. only crowns the tournament The champion. tournament is the real champion. So you won nothing. So Virginia Tech. You win nothing. Yes. Good day. Basketball school. Be gone. Yes. Um, <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> uh, number eight, I just put them all in one group, the entire Big Ten. All the Big Ten schools because it's, basketball school, basketball conference. Is it a con like because it, it really is like every like you, you talk about like Wisconsin or a basketball. Michigan State basketball. or um others. Michigan basketball. Michigan. Michigan's a good one. Ohio State basketball. Both. Um, when when Bronny comes, yeah. Right now, Ohio State is like teetering the line because obviously you know preseason number right. two in football. But as soon as Bronny James, soon as he signs that LOI. Basketball school. Yeah, but right now Ohio State lost to Michigan, you know, mm. and and Oregon. Mm. You know, we lost two football games last year. That's, Whoa, I don't know to two basketball yeah, schools. To two basketball schools. Lost <laughs> two football games to two basketball schools. So it's good. Um. So yeah, I I just lumped the entire Big Ten together, and yeah, I, I agree it's a basketball conference because I think like well, who do they add? UCLA basketball, basketball school, school, USC, USC basketball, basketball school. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Maryland. Ba they add basketball Maryland school. basketball school. We're gonna add Kansas. Just won the national title. Basketball, basketball school. school. We're gonna add Virginia. You want Carolina and Virginia basketball, basketball schools? Basketball 
Yeah. Slash where everything's cool. Also, people rag on the Big Ten for having, not having won a, a basketball title since 2000. But what, uh -huh. what they what, what you won't hear the haters talk about is the Big Ten. And this is true. You can look this up. In fact, you could, you could go to the Big Ten offices. I think there's a banner hanging that says this. Uh, the only conference with six different schools to make the title game in the last 20 years. Oh. So <laughs> suck on that, haters. Mm. That's a basketball conference. Yeah. Six different programs in the title game. I've gotten second place. Yeah, they, they so. all finished in second, but six of them got there. There should be a picture of Tom Izzo Tom's just holding up the Michael Jordan six. Kevin Warren, <laughs> Jim Delaney after Wisconsin loses to Duke. And like every Big Ten person's like dejected. They're like, mm. damn, will we ever get over the hump? And Jim Delaney's just on the table going, that's Speaking sick. of that year, can we talk about that video that someone tagged that sent us to us about the, that said it was 2013, the Wisconsin video? Do you remember that? The Ben Oh, Russ the thing? guy, the insurance Just guy quickly, was, like uh, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that was terrible. That was terrible. That's why I don't go on TikTok. Yeah. I'm yet to see a good TikTok. I cannot ever. believe that someone got that many factual things wrong about like it's kind of a funny premise but like it's like, like no, it's the, funny the, the idea that he was yeah he was yeah, i mean and i guess it worked because he got publicity for his insurance company no. but also at the same time i don't know what his insurance company was um but yeah it was a stupid video it was a stupid it just it hurt me because it felt like that the common people don't even know college basketball staples you know yeah like it's a staple that kentucky had a platoon system they were undefeated they were flying too close to the sun and frank kaminsky and sam decker beat them yeah. you know so I think he was referencing the year before. He was? Kentucky, well, well, no, but but even then he was wrong. He was referencing 2014 yeah. when Kentucky beat. Oh, ben Brust, yeah, right. I don't think Ben Brust was on the 2015 Wisconsin team. I that's, think he was the one guy that left from 2014 to 15, and then they basically brought everyone back. Um, so it, I think he was talking about the first Kentucky. It was just a, a hodgepodge of But he was still wrong because he yeah, said exactly. 2013. Yeah. It just, it just it, it threw me for a loop. No, he's a moron. He's a moron. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Get your facts um, right. All right. We got two more. Uh, number nine is uh, on the list is LSU. This one's tough. <clears throat> this is a tough one. This one's the toughest one on the list. Yeah. Because I think uh, when I think LSU, I think football, but I think Coach O, who's no longer there. Right. So now I'm and now I, I don't know where it leads me, but I do know this Pistol Pete played there. There's a lot. So th this is where this is where I'm, my mind was like going back and forth as I was thinking through this one, because they both have had back to back first round picks. OK. Uh, an NBA draft and an NFL draft. They've had mm -hmm. two straight years. We have a first round pick. That's you know. So it's Big like Ten set of the week. You're pumping out. You're <laughs> pumping out top talent. Cam Thomas, Tari Eason. Um, you know, there's that. They both won an SEC title in 2019. Mm -hmm. So there's that. You're like, all right. So who, who's had the most recent success? 2019. They both won the SEC title. And then they both fired their coaches two years later, Tate. So they both like have new coaches at, yeah. at the helm. Um, so they're really like it. They're trying they, to decide right now. So the AD for LSU is listening. Number one picks recently. Mm -hmm. Joe Simmons, Burrow. Ben Joe Simmons. Burrow. Yeah. Um, it's really it could go either way. It really mm -hmm. could. Um, I, but I think I think Pistol Pete, Shaq. I think that puts it over the over the top, right? I mean, those are two cultural basketball icons. Who's the most famous LSU That's football player? That's what I was going to ask you. I think it might just be Joe Burrow. I really think it might be. Or Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Super Bowl winner. Yeah. Or Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> who said he's the biggest bust ever because he was like if i'm gonna be a bust i better be the biggest one so shout out to marcus russell <laughs> i thought that was the greatest quote i've ever heard about being a bust J uh uh or or honey badger for a second oh yeah like i think honey was, badger i think was, honey badger's still out there because he went to the saints 
So yeah. he's now going to get like the the bump again in New Orleans. But none of those guys are Pistol Pete Shaq level. No, God, no. Not even close. That's a basketball school. That's no, a basketball, do, that's basketball school. school. Yeah, hundred yeah. uh, percent. And then finally, Where, who are they putting a statue up of OBJ? Maybe Joe Burrow. Yeah, maybe but, Joe Burrow. But there's a statue of Shaq, and there's going to be, a, and there probably is a statue of Pistol Pete already. There's a statue of Bob Pettit too. Probably. There's definitely not going to be a statue of Ben Simmons. We know that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Even though Stephen A. went on, I, I watched Stephen A. today. He was back on first take, and he said that he ran into Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons said he's ready to go. So that's the update. Yeah, cool. Ben Simmons. Thank he's you, Stephen. Very go. good reporting there. Um, finally, <laughs> number ten on the list is the uh, the the one that brought us here. Is, uh, the Kentucky Wildcats state. Where do they stand? Um, is is it a basketball <clears> school? <throat> is it a football school? Uh, I. I think I. I mean, like it's it's a tough question. I, that's why there's there, there's trouble in Camelot. That's why they're they're fighting so much right now. Yeah. Uh, it it is it it has taken over um the college basketball and college football discussions a little bit. The wh- whether it's a basketball school or football school, and I I went with these stats. Here's here's where I ultimately landed. Kentucky football. So here's the tail of the tape. Kentucky football goes ten and three last year. As as Mark Stoops pointed out, four straight bowl wins. Two of them are citrus bowls. The citrus is uh. That's a good one, right? That's solid. That's a good bowl. It's not bad. It's not pinstripe. It's a B plus tier, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, their preseason number twenty in the AP poll that just came out, the the AP football poll for this season. Uh, that's Kentucky football. That's the picture of Kentucky football. Meanwhile, it says here in my notes that Kentucky basketball gave a lifetime contract to a man who has as many national titles as Kevin Ollie. So. And also, South Carolina has been to a Final Four more recently than the yes. Kentucky Wildcats. That Don't is true. That. That's fact. And also, they went nine and sixteen two seasons ago, and also lost to a 15 seed in the NCAA tournament last year. Mm-hmm. So I think when you consider those facts, you know, I I I lean basketball in a lot of these. I don't know. I'd have to go back and count up uh, how many I picked basketball uh, before, but I think like this one. I th- I'm thinking it's football, dude. I really do think it's football, and I think Mark Stoops had a reason to be upset. I think I think Kentucky is a football school. I really do. And they have the longest tenured career in pro football history by quarterback George Blanda, who obviously won dude. two AFL titles, should have won three but lost in double overtime. And George Blanda was not only the quarterback, he was the kicker. He played two positions and was winning championships and played 27 years in professional football. There's going to be a statue of George Blanda. I don't know if I could find a statue of uh, Antoine Walker. So football yeah, school. That's what I was going to say. Like who's who's the who's who's the George Blanda of the basketball program? You you won't find one. Jamal Mashburn. You won't find one. The John Wall. Tayshawn Prince. I mean, like Dan Dan Issel. Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Dan Issel. It's Pat Riley. Pat Riley is probably the one that they put the statue of. But George Bland is hard to beat, so I'm leaning football school. Dan Issel's only a six time ABA ABA All Star. Well, I'm I'm an ABA guy, so I'm an ABA apologist. But I I will say this: it's hard to find a career better than George Bland. 27 years of professional sports. That's pretty good. I'm only that's 29. Pretty, well, we settled it. That's that's good. So, so Mitch, if you're listening, you're on the you're on the right side of history. Yes. Uh, football school, pump all the resources to the football program. In fact, you could even neglect the basketball program if you wanted. Yeah, it's about time. I think time. that's fine. Eight's enough. Eight's enough. Like you already ate. You're full. You're, you ate. You're yeah, full. We ate. Yes. Hashtag we ate. Don't be gluttonous. We ate. <laughs> Don't be a glutton. We ate. We ate. That's Hashtag. a good campaign for the football program. For the football they program. ate. Now yeah, we, we eat. <laughs> Uh, I think we settled it though, and I think like if if Kentucky basketball wants to shut down, 
Um, <laughs> I think we have a lot of evidence that suggests that's a good idea. So out of that, out of the ten schools that we just ran through, we got nine basketball schools, yeah. one football school. And Kentucky's a football school, yes. which is great for Kentucky football. And I think Kentucky football, if you're yeah. smart, you put that out there. You say that we're you aggregate this. You aggregate this, and you say we you make are a, a football school in a way that none of these other schools are. HT Titus and Tate. <laughs> Kentucky is a football school. All right, we're gonna take a break. Come back and talk about some uh, famous basketball schools like ohio state and usc and michigan who Ooh. are in the lebron james Ooh. jr no i'm sorry i uh I, it's not his name anymore just brawny hashtag brawny the brawny sweepstakes <laughs> that was so stupid but fun that was fun i literally had to google top 10 uh kentucky football players all time and then i got the number i was like who's number one i was like george, george Blanda, Blanda, amazing that's no that's great it like helps <laughs> I remember the last time we did this, Jim was having a conniption over there because we were like, Alabama, definitely a basketball school. And Jim was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Jim, like, he threw his headphones. Uh, all right. Let's talk Bronny J. Yeah. Shout outs and I'll get the hell out of here. All right. Let's talk a little Bronny James Tate. Uh, another guy who uh, I, I can't quit. I mean, as much yeah. as I want to. Um, I don't know. We just keep finding ourselves back here talking about it because it is i i will say in all honesty um you know and i i shouldn't even have to preface this because anyone who listens to our show knows how serious we are at all time uh <laughs> but I, I i am very very serious that uh it is one of the more fascinating recruitments in college basketball history when you think about like he he's he's the uh, you know the, the 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 biggest name image likeness draw that's out there he's there, there's never been like a more famous yeah independently famous he has a i think i saw he has a seven million dollar ni evaluation and then in his class and then the next closest is mikey williams which is like a one million so yeah. like he's like six times what any other player in yeah his class is. so there's he's, he's obviously extremely famous maybe mm-hmm. the most famous recruit since funny enough his father um yeah he but but even then like his dad was definitely well i don't know we'll we'll talk about that later <laughs> um so he, th- there there's that part of it but then there's the part of like no one really knows how good he actually is mm-hmm. because it's like kind of conflicting and at one point he was really good and then he kind of like slid down the rankings and now he's kind of coming back and uh there there's a mystique around that nobody knows who's offering him and who's not offering him because by and large um the way offers work is they're self-reported so like when you go to like these websites and it's like the, the, these guys have been offered by these schools the schools told them yeah or no that the guys the recruiting guys will like text the kids and be like who are you getting offers from and mm-hmm. then they'll post it you know and obviously the james family is uh playing this close to the vest uh Bronny himself doesn't do any interviews it's all a very confusing very uh mysterious recruitment and it's yes for those reasons it's the most fascinating recruitment because on top of having a very famous father who is uh one of the one of the uh what do we call it three five seven best basketball i, I don't compare eras but i think he's better than michael jordan um <laughs> i think he's the best player that's ever. how every so, single one of those yeah. conversations starts i'm not a i don't do eras i don't do the. <laughs> I, I am above like the guys that argue about this stuff but for me he's, he's by far better than jordan um you know, a, a goat tier basketball player, and and not only that, but he's still playing, Tate, which like adds another wrinkle of like interest because obviously there's the the discussions of uh, LeBron wanting to play in the NBA with his son, and like if whoever drafts his son, he'll go there. There's just a lot of stuff floating around, yeah, and it's hard to make sense of it. It's hard to care about like how much should I invest in like actually following this man, and like should we wait? And now all of a sudden, out of nowhere, 
Paul Biancardi uh, drops this report, I guess we want to call it, um, that there is, quote, strong, quote, there's a strong feeling that he will take the college route. And now all of a sudden, like, this is becoming a discussion point um, that this could really happen, that Bronny James, who's, like, ranked, like, 43rd, <laughs> the idea that the number 43 recruit in the class that he's in might go to college un under any other circumstances would not send shockwaves yeah. through college basketball. This one does. Um, and he apparently has five schools on his list. And those five schools are the five schools that anybody with no information whatsoever as to what LeBron and Bronny might have going on in their heads would have come up with. Yeah. Like, we would like, have come up with this. I would have literally, mm -hmm. I, I've never once talked to these people. I've never once asked Bronny how he's <laughs> feeling or I have zero sources. And if you ask me the five schools he might go to, I would pick the two schools in Los Angeles that are power schools. Uh, I would pick the school that has ties to Nike, which is Oregon. Uh, that basically invented Nike. I would pick uh, the school that is coached by Jawan Howard, who, as an aside, has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but did strike a man, <laughs> just for the record. Um, but also coached LeBron. But coached LeBron seasons. and like yes. has the relationship with LeBron. But <laughs> in the interest of fairness, he struck a man. Um, and then the Ohio State Buckeyes, where LeBron famously was going has to a go. Locker. Yeah, and has a locker. He yes. was going to go to Ohio he State. He has an active locker already in the locker room, where theoretically Bronny could just, just use it. But he changed his name to Bronny, so they're gonna have to change the nameplate. They yeah. could have just added Junior, oh. but now they gotta take the whole thing down. Yeah, take yeah, damn. But anyway, anybody <laughs> could have come up with those five schools. So like, th there's that part of this too, where it's like, on the one hand, this is this per this this report. If you want to, I don't even know if reports the the rumor, whatever it is. Um, it provides a little more clarity because it gives us. Uh, it's like, oh, okay, so now let's talk. Now let's like treat Bronny James like he's an actual recruit. college basketball recruit. Yes. Yeah, like let's take this seriously, like he's a recruit. But then on the other hand, it just adds like more smoke and and diversions and whatever because like I don't know if this is actually telling us anything. I don't know if if Paul Biancardi, who uh, those of you listening don't know who Paul Biancardi is, um, he is. I'll give you the bio real quick. Uh, he is a man who works in basketball media who um, is from Boston. So like there's you know that right there sets him apart in this. Uh, yeah, you know distinguishing factor. It's it's, it's yes. yeah. So if you ever listen to the guy that that loves. Boston and he's from no he's he's from he's from New England I, he got he got a I think he was on Boston College staff with Jim O'Brien Jim O'Brien takes the job uh leaves Boston College goes to Ohio State brings Scooney Penn with him brings Paul Biancardi with him and Jim O'Brien uh is coaching at Ohio State at a time when LeBron James Sr. is bursting onto the high school scene in Akron at St. Vincent St. Mary so Paul Biancardi I I believe was the guy who was recruiting recruiting quote-unquote lebron to ohio state yeah lebron definitely would have gone to ohio state so i guess like maybe he's sourced maybe there's like some sort of thing but then also lebron paul biancardi then takes the job at Wright state uh ohio state gets slapped with sanctions because they were paying some guys <laughs> that paul biancardi was a part of lebron was getting hummers <laughs> and free clothes okay okay, okay <laughs> yes yes sounds like a good nil yeah, go deal on. to me yes. um yeah so yeah but that's paul biancardi and then so he gets out of coaching he, he starts working for espn and now he's like covering college director of recruiting, recruiting at ESPN, yes. and that's that's what he's been doing ever since then, so. and from what i gather I, I talked to someone that was at the the nike events and the the issue with Bronny's recruitment i guess the entire time was no one knew that he had interest in college basketball. So it was like the pretty girl that no one knew was single 
And then the news spread that she actually is single and she actually thinks some of you guys are cool. And now yeah. all these guys, they're like, wait a, wait a second, yeah, yeah, drop wait, wait. everything and let's go run over there and try to woo her. It's, it's date Mike. It, going it, back it, to the car to get yeah, <laughs> to this, Exactly. I didn't know this was a date. Yeah. And, and it sounds like, from what I gather, is that LeBron James and the Nike LeBron James Jr. Bronny camp Instead of them getting the uh, the attention or whatever, they decided that we tell you who we want to come talk to us, right? Yeah. So these are the five that were like, you can reach out to us. And there was this kind of tug of war where a lot of teams that you would think Bronny would have interest in didn't have interest in him because, like you said, he was the, the top 70 recruit. He was averaging seven points a game. He was you know, the fourth option on his high school team. So it didn't necessarily garner that Duke or Carolina or Kentucky or any of these teams would be all over him. Right. But now it's like he's trending upwards. He's yes. averaging around 15 points per game, I think, in his little AAU run that he was just in. I think he was like 15.6 points per game. Everyone's saying how much better he looks, how more polished he looks. Great highlight reels, by the way. Like Great the, highlights. The Instagram clips. And this which was matters the, a lot to and me. This is the first EYB <laughs> this is the first EYBL team that was his team, right? Bronny's always been supplemental to uh, you know, Amari Bailey's team, or before that it was Zaire Williams' uh -huh. team, right? So he's always been kind of secondary. So this was his first primary showing. He plays well. These schools now know that they're the ones that have been picked. So like the recruitment had never started because everyone thought that it wasn't going to be a recruitment. So that's why it's so fascinating because it's right. like and it's kind of old school because it's his senior season. We thought that all this stuff would have played out by sophomore, junior. A lot of these things kind of get figured out early. But Bronny has waited to the end, which is very smart. And I think it's all marketing. And I think it's going to be a great senior ride where it's like. Bronny's feeling this team. If this team's playing well, Bronny's going to the game. Like he's going to get a full year coverage. That's all him. And he's going to immediately go right into college after he commits. We're not going to have to wait it's around great. like Arch Manning. You know, we're not going to have to do that. Right. Or we have to wait one more year. It's like, no, Bronny's going to commit and then he's going to be a freshman. He's going to do like Imani Bates where he waits till school started. And then, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and then we're like, are you enrolled in Memphis? And he's like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Weirdly, even though they weren't in my top five. <laughs> Vinny Hardaway <laughs> did it again. And he's driving a Hummer. <laughs> Um, so the Ohio state part of this, I, I yeah. feel a little, I, I feel too close now that, that you're throwing Ohio state's name in this. Um, it's a very real possibility by the way, because I got there, there, there is a little bit of smoke. Uh, I'm not, um, I'm not saying like Bronny might go to, Ohio. I, I don't know. I don't know where I said like, like, it's not just like, like Ohio state's not on the list just because LeBron says I definitely would have gone to Ohio state. Wink, wink. Believe me, everybody. I think Ohio state is, if it's not number one, it's, it's number two it's, on the list. Ohio state. If, if, if Bronny James goes to college, Ohio state, I think is very much in the mix. Yes. Um, and that doesn't mean we're the, I think we're the favorites, not, but I, I just, I'm curious how I should feel about this take because, uh, I got to be honest. It feels like too much of a distraction. It feels like I don't want, I, I don't know if I want this. I, I, he's, he's good. Like from what I, like I said, I've, yeah. I've seen the Instagram clips like, like Bronny can play, I think. Um, and I, I would invite that. I don't know if I need LeBron coming to the games, um, you know, like showing up like five minutes after they tip off and like, clearing people out of the way and like like they stop the game so you can like yeah. walk across the court and like sit and he's sitting on the bench next and he's to he's got chris sunglasses holman. on yeah. yeah he's like next to chris holman and sunglasses and like chains and it's like you know drawing all the attention to himself and then you know people we're, we're talking about how he's drawing attention to himself and then people are yelling at us saying all he's doing is sitting there and we're like yeah but he's you know i don't want that whole <laughs> you know then i'm going crazy it's like he knows what he's doing um 
I don't want that for my for my basketball program. But at the same time, I do also understand that it would be great. It would be a huge win in the PR game. And also, I do think Bronny's going to be a good basketball player, and I think that would be cool to have him in the fold. So I don't know, I don't know where I land with all that. I think where you land is you know where you land. You land in the camp of we have to get Bronny James. This is almost like all all resources are going to the Bronny James recruitment right now. And if I'm Chris Holtman, I'm saying to myself, if we lock in Bronny James and we bring LeBron back into the fold and we basically co-opt LeBron as Ohio State, one, not only it's similar to kind of like the Lonzo Ball, where it's like if we get Bronny, then we could get Bryce. And then we get the whole entire James family in Ohio State. He already loves Ohio State football. He already has a locker. He didn't go to college, so he basically is a free agent, and he can saddle up with any college he wants to. If I'm Ohio State, this is everything. Yeah. And if we can lock in Bronny and we can lock in LeBron to Ohio, then in general, I think that Cleveland now comes back in the picture again for LeBron. Because LeBron right now is is giving the stiff arm to the Lakers. He's like, I don't like how they're run. I don't have a say anymore. They're choosing Polinka over me. I don't have any talent around me. Who did this? Who did? Who, who put me in this position? <laughs> ah! <laughs> screaming. <laughs> and I think, like, it would open up a whole window to LeBron kind of being able to coast into what he thinks is an opportunity to own the Cleveland Cavaliers. Because I think they could open the door back up. Adam Silver, as we know, he's LeBron's, you know... Like, you know, he does what LeBron wants. So I think there's a world Dude, in which this LeBron, great, this is a great, he goes minority, minority ownership of the Cavaliers. Dan, you know, is trying to get out of the Cavs. He, he wants to, you know, get back to Michigan where all his businesses are. LeBron James is minority owner. Bronny James at Ohio state. Bryce is about to go to Ohio state. Bronny can stay three years at Ohio state because the reason is not because he's not good enough to go to the NBA. No, no, no. He wants to play with Bryce. This is a family affair. Dude. We want to go to Ohio State. We want to be an Ohio family. We want to get the love that we've always deserved because we going. brought Ohio the championship that they deserved. I'm almost there. If, I, if I'm Nike, if I'm LeBron James, uh -huh. this is no question. We'll look at other schools, but we're going to Ohio State. Let's go. That's it. That is the, that is the ultimate oh. brand play because LeBron James wants fans. He wants love. These Buckeyes... They're going to love him forever. Even if Bronny doesn't win anything, he still picked Ohio State above everybody else that he could have gone to over Duke, over Carolina, over UCLA, over USC. He wanted to play at Ohio State. He wanted to be in Columbus. Are you kidding me? That 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 gets everybody fired up. And if you're LeBron, now you're a real Ohio State football fan. You're not a fake fan now you're anymore. Not a fake fan. Now you're a real fan. Now there's nothing guys like me can say. Nothing. I can't. I can't roll my eyes on nothing. LeBron. And we love LeBron forever. Ohio State fans are like, we love LeBron. We're oh, back in. We're back in. Because I got very much out on LeBron when he left Cleveland for. This LA. is his way back in. Cleveland for Miami, there was it made a little bit of sense, yeah. and you know, like you you hated it, but at the same time, you're like I. I don't know. I guess like I, I see the bigger picture here. Cleveland for LA was a stab in the back. I thought that was a bigger stab in the back because this was a yeah. man who came back to Cleveland and said, this is, I'm going back home. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, so this is where you're going to finish out your days. <laughs> yeah, yeah home. Like, I'm coming back home <laughs> for this contract and then I'm leaving. <laughs> you're like, wait a second. So I think, dude, you connected a lot of dots. I think, all this makes a lot of sense. I, this is a great way. To I don't know why I called Dan Gilbert Dan like I know him, but you know Dan Gilbert. Dude, the Dan Gilbert part of it makes a ton of sense too, because like that's a good way to bury that hatchet. Like yeah. the Dan Gilbert, the first Comic Sans uh, situation. Because even when LeBron came back to play in Cleveland, like there was st like they still didn't quite, like each other. Still didn't like each other. And I think but if Gilbert, he sells, if yes. Dan Gilbert just sells the team to LeBron. That's that's burying the hatchet. And we all just shake exactly. hands and say, and we're he gets here. what he wants. Yeah, everybody gets what they want. Yeah, everybody wins. And LeBron's first player oh my God, owner, dude. 
Yeah, and then he drafts his sons and sinks the franchise. Exactly. Like can't, he, he does and Evan Mobley demands a trade because he's like, I don't want to play on this franchise. Get me out of here. He does what Jordan does, but he does it with like Michigan and Ohio State players. Yeah. And he just like loads up on. Yeah. He, the he, Jerry Stackhouses yeah. and Antoine Jamesons of yeah. the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. I would say this. If I'm Nike and I have to sell LeBron merchandise moving forward, you know, even without him playing basketball, this is the smartest play for LeBron James merchandising moving forward. Because L.A., because at the time when he left to go to L.A., he was thinking to himself, who are the most gullible, casual sports fans that will immediately jump on and be fans of me? Yeah. The Lakers the or Lakers. the Cowboys, one or the other. You know, that, that's what he's thinking to himself. He can't go play for the Cowboys, even though he probably called Jerry Jones. He goes to the Lakers. Unfortunately, those Lakers fans that were supposed to just love him, he gets them a title. But it's a caveat because he doesn't actually win in L.A. And also Kobe died and everyone was just kind of like, Dude, we're Kobe you're people. not Kobe. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're Kobe fans. We're Laker Kobe fans. So LeBron, that adoration he thought he was going to get for free wasn't there. So I think that leads even more to like, I need to go back to Ohio and get Dude. my fans. Dude, Ohio I, State, number one on the list. And if Nike doesn't see it, they don't get it. That's I all I got to say. I love it. I'll, and Chris Holtman, we got your back. I'm fighting for Chris Holtman to get Bronny. Okay, so one one concern. I you've talked me into wanting this number one, but I I don't know what the scholarship situation is because the twenty twenty three class is loaded. But that helps because it's like welcome, we have a loaded class. Welcome to the transfer portal. But we figured out transfer yeah. portal. We just yeah. push guys into the portal. Mm -hmm. we, we that's a Tom Crean special. He's yeah. been he's done, he's done that. Or a guy like Seth Towns. You're like you've had seven years, dude. Yeah, Give Seth, up your spot. Seth, I hate to tell you, man. You're eight. It's not happening. Your eight's not happening. Yeah. Bronny's coming. Bronny's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. There is there is one more contender though that we haven't even talked about. Ooh. Um, and as I said, he is Big Ten Brownie. That's what we were learning from. from I think he does games. like the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Izzo puts a picture on his Instagram of LeBron James mm. with the Izzo family, mm. and that is an eye emoji situation if I've ever seen one because um, tampering. Because <laughs> <yeah. laughs> the the first thought is like Bronny is going to be. Uh, you know, like may maybe Michigan State's in the mix for Bronny, but then I went mm. Galaxy Brain with it, and I was like, no, I think like the the being Cardi list was right. Michigan State's not in the mix for Bronny. This is Bryce. Mm. Izzo's laying the groundwork for Bryce. Yes, yeah. and, and is seeing the bigger picture here because Bryce, I think, might be better. Bryce Interesting. is better. Um, Bryce is a better prospect. I don't know if he's a better player. So apparently, LeBron. The the story goes that I that I saw too that LeBron apparently loves Xavier Booker who is uh this five star commit that he's about to go to Michigan State, um from Indy goes to Cathedral High School in Indy. Uh, my Indy people told me that he is quote that dude. Oh, he's him. We have to we have to f f throw that in the mix of him and and mm. the dog in him that and all dude. that. One of them ones. He's that dude. Um, he's a kid that like is is a late bloomer, but like he's blooming fast. There's a big bloom going mm -hmm. on. <laughs> you should have gone to Bloomington. <laughs> Coach Titus is like, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> my dad's gonna text me about that. He's gonna, he's gonna I love that joke from Dave. Uh there's a big he's a big bloomer. Um, but apparently LeBron loves him uh because I'm sure his son has played with him on the circuit. I don't know, you know, I'm sure they've seen each other in the AAU and, and circuit. We people forget LeBron James runs an agency. So yeah. he, he's recruiting yeah. kids for clutch. <laughs> So Michigan State might be, in the, might be in the mix. And I think, honestly, and this is our last thought, and we can get the shout-out to get the hell out of here. Um, my last thought on the matter is that is a great full circle. If it can't be Ohio State, um, mm. and I you know, I, I don't want it to be Michigan because Michigan, Michigan will rub it in, our, in, in Ohio State's face, and, and they'll own LeBron, and, and then like it's, it's just like a whole. Yeah. Like they can kind of have LeBron, but also at the same time, that's it's – 
if, if that was a messy situation. If I was That's LeBron, I would call Jawan Howard and I would say, first, don't hit me, but I have some bad news for you. Yeah. For my brand, my son cannot go play at a Jordan school. Whoa, I got an idea. He, yeah, cannot, he can't go to a Jordan school. He can't school. go to a Jordan school. Are you kidding? And he can't go to the rival of the team I've been pulling Dude, for in football. What if get out of here? What if what if the 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 conspiracy is he calls Jawan and he says, I'm gonna send my son to Ohio State. So that way when you play Ohio State, mm -hmm. you can in the handshake line. Dap him up, give him big hugs, talk about what a great young man yes. he is, all of that. Yes. And then the media will go bonkers. Jawan saying Howard, how best much coach class in basketball. He because he, he, how could you not want to play for him? Yeah, because like he's so kind to his rival, the yes. players of the rival schools, and everybody wins. Yeah. What about that? I, I um, like that a lot. But if it can't be, if it can't be Ohio State, I have nothing against the other schools, but I do think it, I, I want it to be Michigan State because I think the, the 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 full circle thing of. Michigan State not being in the mix for a highly touted, famous recruit, the guy that's the greatest, you know, the, the most notable recruit since LeBron, um, not being in the mix at all, and then at the very last second getting him, nonetheless. I think that's a nice full circle thing with the Amani Bates situation. Yeah, and then Bronny turns out to be like actually very good, and and Amani sucked, and Tom Izzo, who by the way, like every other day is landing a four or five star recruit right now. Yeah, um, Tom Izzo. Gets his gets his gets vindication and is just like suck at everybody. And Tom Izzo, we were talking about that void, right? The content yeah. void. Tom Izzo's not a content guy, but he's kind of low key the king of college basketball. You know what I mean? Like Mark Few he is now, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Without without Mr. K, without Jay Wright, without Roy Bill Williams, Self, maybe Bill Self can't be. He's got five level one violations. Like that's true. That's these true. are the facts. Like you just can't be Mark Jim Few. Beheim, I mean, like Mark Few had the no. incident earlier before last year. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Tom Izzo is almost Teflon in these streets, and he also coached one of the most memorable teams. That even if you don't even know about college basketball, you know about the Flintstones, right. And their story, and obviously. Right. What Tom Izzo could package, and then with the mag the only thing that worries me about Michigan State is Magic Johnson. I feel like Magic Johnson is Ooh. a wrinkle that would actually not want LeBron James there, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. But that I think that actually could be a conversation where like Izzo's like I'm good with Bronny coming, Dude, but I got to clear I got to clear this with Magic. That's a great. But Magic's a nice enough guy. I think he'd be like whatever. I don't care. Yeah, Michigan's got the Jordan ties. Michigan can't State can't be Michigan. Magic ties. Yeah. Ohio State, I mean Ohio like, State is the choice. There's no doubt about it. It aligns with the brand. Yeah. It makes so much sense. And when I was a kid or like coming up, you know, when, when LeBron was getting up, I mean, I like LeBron a lot, but I was like, why is this guy wearing 23? Why is Ohio saying they're the birthplace of aviation? We're first in flight and we have 23, you know? But now he can go to Ohio and say, "No, I'm actually that I'm guy. Ohio. I'm him. Yeah, I'm him. I'm Ohio. Uh, I yeah. am flight." I like it. You've talked me into it. Um, it would not be good for me and my branding, but I'm just saying. He, Malachi Branham, it's right there. by the way, who just left Ohio State, played at the Bronze High School. So yeah. Been to St. Mary. I don't yeah. know how much that matters. But it that, matters. Maybe that's something. I don't know. And Chris Holtman is like <sighs> the perfect coach, I think, as far as the way that he carries himself for LeBron and them not to be threatened, right? Like, I think there's a certain level where LeBron and these guys don't want to send Bronny to Mick Cronin. Because right. Mick Cronin is going to make Bronny. Chris Holman's a good middle ground between Jawan Howard, Penny Hardaway, John Calipari. Yes. Um, like that that mold of uh, you know, winning the PR battles mm -hmm. and the recruiting stuff and all that. Um, and then also the Mick Cronin who's like, I'm purposely bringing in five stars so I can kick their ass. Yeah, so I can actually coach these and, kids. Yeah. Mick Cronin's yeah. like, I'm gonna personally solve this problem in American basketball by making these kids run hills with me. I like it. 
USC is amazing. the sleeper, by the way. USC is always a sleeper. Kid. USC is the one where I think I wake up one day and it's like LeBron James Jr. Bronny James commits to USC, and Andy Infield doesn't even do a press conference, doesn't even he's show like, we his face. Even him. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, I, he's like, I didn't even give this guy an offer. He's like, I've, I've, he's like, I'm trying to find. I'm still recruiting the the Bagley kids. I'm still like offering. I'm still going down the Bagley family tree. I didn't even get yeah. to the, the, the I'm, tree. I'm with cousins of yeah. the Bagleys. <laughs> No, that's I mean that's a tale as old as time is is rich famous kids in LA going to USC. Yeah. And then you never hear from them again. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointing their parents. Disappointing their parents. <laughs> that's not being yeah, not <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Let's uh is that it? Let's do some shout outs, closeouts. Yeah, let's do some shout outs, closeouts. I want to shout out uh preseason football that is happening all around us and particularly a QB battle that I am keeping eyes on. And I feel like since I have a platform, you know, that that's the thing these days, people are like, you got a platform, you got to speak on something. <laughs> um, since I have a platform, I want to speak on this. Mitchell Trubisky is the starting quarterback <laughs> of the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't care how many preseason touchdowns Kenny Smallhands Pickett throws. He's not the quarterback. The fans in Pittsburgh, the fact they don't get that, the fact they're chilling, cheering for Kenny Pickett, well, Mitch he's a Trubisky, guy, right? So that's, the, that's shut the, up. I know. Shut I know. up. I know. Mitchell Trubisky's your quarterback. Enjoy it. He's going to win the division for you. <laughs> I don't know about that, but regardless, I'm using my platform to say there is a starting quarterback in Pittsburgh. Stop with all this controversy and stop trying to get Mitchell out there because he he has earned that position. He's earned that starting okay. job. I like that. Sorry, that was my shout out. Is Baker Mayfield starting for the Panthers? I hope so. Because you know what I like about Baker, and I will say this, Baker is coaching up Matt Corral. And Matt Corral, obviously, is a third-round pick guy they brought in to be a, a potential future quarterback. But, like, Baker Mayfield is competing against Sam Derp Darnold, you know what I mean, who can't even explain what he's doing out there. He played at a basketball school. He played at right? a basketball yeah. school, doesn't understand the game. Right. And Baker Mayfield's over there trying to coach up Matt Corral because, I, I mean, maybe it's for the cameras. Maybe that's what <laughs> Baker's doing. But for me, it won me over enough to say, hey, that guy has – he has the intangibles that I like. He's our starting quarterback. <laughs> But again, these are the South Carolina Panthers. I, I don't care. South Carolina. I don't care about the South Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Until they're good. And then they're the North, North Carolina. Carolina Panthers. Yeah. So someone, someone on Twitter asked me the other day, they're just like, you're a Colts fan, right? And I, I, I without giving any thought whatsoever, because it's very true, I just replied, only when they're good. Yes. That's when it. Peyton Manning's a quarterback. I, think, I went to the, I went to the, uh, a mutual friend of ours um, I, I was with, and he was, uh, I was talking football with him, and he, uh, he asked me who I cheer for, and I was like, it's pretty complicated, dude. But it's basically like, yeah. I have like five teams, and whichever one's good, I go in on that team. Yeah. That's, that's basically it. I have two teams. I have the North Carolina Panthers, and I have the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> so I get both L.A. teams because I live, live in L.A. Here. Yeah, that's I nice. do think that works. Like, if you live in a city with a football team, yes, you're allowed to cheer for them. I agree. I, I think that's fair. Um, I was fine like when the Rams came up won the with Super that, Bowl. You yeah, know? I came up with that theory as the Rams were winning the Super Bowl. I was like, Same. That's my. Those are my. Yeah, I, I was like, we share a stadium. Um, I think um, if you, I, 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 the, the, the city you grew up in counts. It's like I wasn't even a Colts uh -huh. fan growing up, but like now I should be. I, 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 I can retroactively say I'm a Colts fan because I grew up in, in, in Indiana. Um, and then what else, Tate? There, there's, there's like, uh, there, there's, there's got to be another. There's always one team that you like because of a player. Like for me, like we grew up loving the Jets because you get one player, Broadway team. Joe. You, you know, get one player team. yeah. You get three teams. You get three teams. Uh, so I get the Bears because I love Justin Fields. 
but I don't really want the Bears. <laughs> Let me say, I did watch. <laughs> I, I watched the Bears too. preseason game, and uh, Justin Fields. It was like all signs are pointing to this is going to be bad, and then he had a miracle throw to the sideline, and oh, really? Sharp, or the guy came from the Falcons, like in the offseason, made this w- amazing catch, and I could see like the 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 pure like hate behind his eyes or sadness, whatever it was in Justin Fields. It felt it felt like it shot up, and then he ran for a first down the next play, and I was like Justin Fields. You got to get out of Chicago because that's where that's quarterbacks go get, to yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. But at least I saw a spark. Justin Fields is going to like have uh, 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 the next few years. He's going to be terrible, mm-hmm. obviously, and the Bears are going to be terrible. And then at some point, the Bears are going to say he's it's not, his he, fault. It's his fault. Yeah, they're going to get rid of him. He's going to like go to the Jaguars and be the great. Jaguars or the Dolphins. The Jaguars, he's still going to suck. But like, <laughs> go to like the Texans or something. There you go. Texans is good. And then he's going to lead him to the playoffs every year, and they're going to lose in the first or second round. Yeah. And, and people are gonna say bust. Bust, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. He... <laughs> it's like Trubisky right now. People are like, dude's a bust. It's like he's the starting quarterback on the Steelers. No, I love. I, I God, I love football so much because it's uh the the the, the quarterback discussion. There, there are, I, I've I've said this point before, but there um any given year there are like four good quarterbacks mm-hmm. if you listen to media and fans and everything. There's like yeah. four good. And it's quarterbacks. been the same four ones like until Breeze just left, you know. But it was and basically like Rodgers, Brady, Breeze. Yeah. Everybody else is dog shit and is mm-hmm. like not good enough to win a Super Bowl. And for that reason, he sucks and get him out of here. And it's like, aren't there like 32 franchises? The, the, don't some of these guys have to start at quarterback? Like, no, not the answer. Get him out of here. Get we should get one of those four. Look at good. Stafford. I mean, Stafford won the Super Bowl last year, and because so many people have said he's actually not good over the past ten years while he's in Detroit, they won't change their opinion. Yeah, I keep seeing these top ten quarterback lists, and Matt Stafford's like number ten or number nine, and then there's like Trey Lance is in front of him. I'm like, what? Mac Jones just, is at four. <laughs> Mac Jones at five. I'm like, the guy just won a Super Bowl and was throwing no look passes. Like, I mean, the guy's yeah. like literally looking off safeties and throwing it the other way. We see it on tape. Pat Mahomes, like Bob Cousy. Yeah, yeah. He looks like Bob. Cousy he looks like freaking koozie out there and uh you know patrick mahomes does it one time people lose their minds they're like he's the goat and then matt stafford's in the super bowl doing it people are like yeah i mean a lot of guys with that team a lot of guys could have done it uh patrick mahomes here's a meme i'm gonna say meme out loud Mm -hmm. is the uh, the joker meme uh patrick mahomes throws uh, a underhand pass with one hand everyone loses their minds yeah wait how does it go you do the first one they don't lose their minds i don't know whatever Bob Cousy did it in 1958. And people call him a plumber. People call him a plumber. <laughs> Explain that to him. Uh, I have a few shout-outs. Yeah, I have a please. few uh, Indiana-related shout-outs. Please. So there's huge news in the city of Indianapolis that IUPUI is ditching the PU. Um, Indiana University, per University, Indianapolis, the uh, alma mater of George Hill, yeah. uh, is no longer going to be PU, the PU part of it. The Purdue part, there's a divorce that's happening between Indiana and Purdue. Um, the rivalry is back. I, I think Rob Fennessy is to blame that, that Indiana and Purdue. Yeah, Fennessy had that game, and then Purdue's like, you know, we we're done helping these guys. We're done helping these guys. Yeah. Uh, so Purdue was out. Purdue's out of the IUPUI business. <laughs> and now- George Hill's career is kind of created. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we tried to create a point guard yes. for the Pacers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we did our best. That's what, if you go to IUPUI's <laughs> website and you're like, what kind of university is this? You guys like do like, research are you like a white are you like agriculture like what is it that you guys yeah. are you know because because indiana is a little more white collar like mm-hmm. iu it's a little more business and whatever Purdue's like agriculture and engineering and stuff yeah. like so what is iupui and it's like we kind of came together to create george hill we created like an ai character his it. name is george hill <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to lead the pacers to three titles it's the only reason we existed <laughs> um but uh, it's no more, Tate. So it's the end of an era. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what the uh, like basketball. Th- I mean, I I think I think Indiana gets to keep the basketball team, the IU part of it. 
Because, like, Purdue is starting another school. My understanding is, like, Purdue's branching off and doing, like, their own thing in Indy. Mm. So there's going to be, like, two satellite-type campuses of IU Indy. It's like IU Indy. IU Indy and PU Indy. Honestly, PU Indy does not have a nice ring to it. And, in fact, in IU PUI, like, PU was the heart, like, the part that was really hurting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. IUI. And it's uh, all right. I, I, so my, uh, uh, my mother, I found this out. My mother who, um, is a Purdue grad, as we know, Laura is legend a, is a legend. She, uh, actually went to IUPUI to get her master's. Um, and, and, uh, and you know, she was a teacher forever and got her master's in education at IUPUI. Um, I asked her about this. She said that she was swindled. She thought when she went to get her master's, she was getting a Purdue master's. In fact, on the day of graduation, they gave her the diploma and it says Indiana University at the top. Because like when you go to IUPUI, you pick your programs. Like yeah. you say, like, put me on this track. Put I'm me in going. the PU or put me yeah. in the IU. Um, and then you basically get an IU or a Purdue degree. She thought she was getting a Purdue master's because she's a boiler through and through. Yeah. She found out she was getting an IU thing. She has rationalized it all this time that she has a degree from IU PUI, like from technically from Indiana. She's like, well, it's kind of a Purdue school too. Like it was, you yeah. know, they're in it together. So now she's in a state of disarray tape because Purdue has pulled out. And my mother has no way of like explaining that. Like she, maybe know. she tells people now that she didn't get her master's. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> people were like, like, you're I in revoke. the system that yeah. you got it. She's like, I did not. She's like, I will revoke my master's. <laughs> yeah, I will not acknowledge. I disavow. <laughs> she's the first person to go back and turn it back in and say, you guys can have it. She, she sends like <laughs> money back now, the, please. <laughs> All the uh, all the pay bumps she got as a teacher for having a master, she sends it back to the school corporation. She's like, "Give me the give I don't me the want bachelor's. this blood money. I want the bachelor's money, not the master's money." So anyway, there's that. And wow. then the, the other news in the uh, Indiana and Purdue and and all that uh, world. I this blew this blew my mind. This is gonna blow. This is this is insane. I I read it twenty times. I still couldn't believe it. Millie Bobby Brown, who is the Stranger Things girl. Yeah, yeah, right. She is apparently has enrolled at Purdue University Tate to study quote human services. This is this according to like the New York Post or something. Like I, I checked it like five different times. Like there's no I I'm getting ball sacked right now. There's no way this is true. It's apparently true that Millie Bobby Brown has enrolled. At, and if you made a list of like, it's the top story. I literally dude. just Googled Millie Bobby Brown and the top story says Millie Bobby Brown is enrolled at Purdue University. This felt, is the Big Ten stat of the year. I fell out of my chair. I was like, you could not, if you asked me to to make a list of people least likely to ever set foot on Purdue, and for, to, to be fair, she's taking online classes, but, uh, oh so my God. So she's not going to West Lafayette. No, she's not going to be she ever? Room. Will she ever go to West Lafayette? That is will she ever do uh, kegs and eggs as they do at the football <laughs> tailgates? Will she ever? This is the first thing for Millie Bobby Brown that I like. You know what I mean? Like this, this well, is a good move. If she graduates, do you think she's the most famous alum of all time in the history of Purdue University? Did she walk on the moon? Did, did Neil Armstrong go to Purdue? Is that true? To Google that. Just Google it. Um, no, it, 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 I, dude, it, it, it's huge for Purdue. I will say, but like my my, I'm getting a little Brian Windhorse with this. Yeah. Because I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. Why would she do that? Why? And and the only thing I can come up with. The only thing that makes any sense is that Purdue is a cult. It's, it, I mean, like I've kind of, I've sniffed around it. I've been circling it my whole life. Yeah. There's been something off about Purdue the entire time I've been, like, even as I live in LA, I walk around. I'm like, there are way too many Purdue people out here. Like, where, I, who are these people? Where are these yeah, people? that is I true. See? I went to a bar one time and there was a Purdue basketball game on, and they were like, "This is a Purdue bar." I was like, "There's no Purdue yeah. bars. Like, what is this? Here, 
you see people wearing Purdue shirts and <clears throat> Purdue. It's like, I, th- 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 that's not, that's, th- that doesn't compute. I, I've been trying to like put my finger on it for a while. I think it's, it's finally clear to me like what's going on. Um, there's, first of all, you, you, you go through the checklist, Tate. Purdue was a school started by a, a guy who was a bachelor. Yeah. Uh, a, a single guy. He had, he had no wife, no kids, no anything. He was just like, everybody come give me your money and, and worship me. Right. Yeah. A little weird. A little weird. Also, like, what's the number one thing when you're starting a cult that you have to do is convince everybody you're not a cult. And a good way to do that is to start a state school. Mm-hmm. So then like everyone's like, this is a public school, but you're at, but you have like a private school feel to it, which is like, it's, it's basically Purdue and Clemson are the only two schools that have done this where you're a state school, but you're named after a guy. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It that doesn't. doesn't compute. Yeah, it's like, how did the state and this guy come on this deal? Because yeah. it's a smokescreen. It's like, mm-hmm. we're not a cult, we promise. I and always we- thought Purdue was Wake Forest equivalent. I thought it was like a, a Baptist-type yeah, right, private right. school. Yeah. Um, They have the Day of Giving, which is basically just like, give us all your money, <laughs> yeah. which is like... Red flag. Yeah. Which is some Jim Jones, Jonestown, yeah. Bogwan shit. A lot like, of energy just, there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of energy. Just everybody, <laughs> if, if you really love us, you'll give us show the money. Show us. Show us. Show us by giving us money. Ties and offering. Um, they have a disproportionate number of dudes that are really into Purdue, which is like kind of a cult vibe. Like, yeah. just like you're looking around, you go to campus, you look around, you're like, is this thing 81% dudes? And they're like, yeah. Is that weird? You're like, it's kind of weird, dude. Like, for a school, you should have more you know there there should be more diversity and 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 that that's weird they have ties to lizard people slash aliens by as you said neil armstrong yeah so like they they have all these astronauts that go to space and they do deals with the lizard people (laughs) up on the moon um and now they have ties to the hollywood elites yeah with millie bobby brown jim Uh gaffigan went to purdue yeah classic hollywood elite that guy yeah um dave letterman's from indiana so close enough so i'm i'm connecting the dots their mascot is like purdue pete is basically the tom cruise of purdue where it's like he's dead behind the eye people are protecting him yeah yeah the famous face of (laughs) putting him out there until he goes to mcdonald's late at night drunk (laughs) the famous face of your cult is just like everyone can see he's dead behind the eyes but also like no one within the organization wants to admit that he's dead behind the eyes. It's just there's just a lot of red flags, and I think I think it I, it became clear to me. Millie Bobby Brown going to Purdue. I'm like, there's something going on there. Why, I, why would she do that? That's yeah, why would she? I like that. My my one point that I will I think because Millie Bobby Brown is in such a bubble, right? Like obviously you know the big star, been a kid, child act. We know child actors obviously go through. We we understand that. And in the show Hawkins, Indiana, in the show we uh, see Purdue garb. In the show, I think she maybe only heard of one university that exists, so and it's a, called Purdue. Is this a she bit? Only, she only knows one school that exists. She's like, I want to go to uni, which is what like kids say there. They're like, I want to go to uni. And then everyone's like, well, where do you want to go to uni? And she's like, well, the only place I've ever heard of is Purdue because it's in so Indiana. It's a, bit. it's a bit. And I think it's a way, just like I was saying for LeBron to own Ohio, Millie Bobby Brown is about to own Indiana. If Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown said David Letterman is is uh, you know he's walking out of no. the game. It's my time to take over. I'm gonna Indiana. say this: if Millie Bobby Brown waves the green flag at the Indy 500, uh, it's the British invasion. It's the British. Invasion. <laughs> it's the Beatles all over again. Yeah, we we. You better keep your head on the swivel. You're gonna lose it. Well, that is that is absolutely sh- that's one of the more shocking thing headlines I've ever seen in my that life. That blew my Millie mind. Millie Bobby Brown enrolling at Purdue. I have no more Stunning. shout outs because of that is the most shocking thing I think I've heard in it's, it's, at least it, a year. It's huge news for Indiana University though, because that means Millie Bobby Brown um is going to be on IU's campus all the time because everyone knows that the number one thing that Purdue students do is when they want to go party, they just go down to Bloomington. Yeah. Hang out at IU. So she's gonna be hanging out at IU a lot. So that's cool. 
You'll see you'll see here a lot of tabloid shots of her at IU, I guess. Yeah. That's good for Mike Woodson. <laughs> in my head, I see like Jesse Eisenberg and Millie Bobby Brown hanging out in Bloomington, drinking a beer. Be nice. Uh, all right. Is there anything else, Jim? You got any shout outs? You're quiet this show. You didn't say nah. anything. You're asleep. You're just like not. No, I got nothing there. for you. Dude, let's keep it that way, man. Let's see how many shows we can do in a row where Jim's got nothing for us. I did like the Jim. I will say this. Shout out to Jim for coming last show when we did the Woodstock thing. He came with the facts. I like that we had some some the things. Notes great, the dude. notes were great, Jim. There the there was a lot of people great. that really appreciated it. That no, I was out. I was regurgitating a lot. I was like talking to people. I was like, do you know Corn fans don't? <laughs> they hate every band that's not Corn. Yeah. I was saying that to a lot of people. And I did see that it seems like the the popular culture, right? It seems like the Woodstock doc is now hitting with people. I see like yeah, tweets and things. Like it, Tommy yeah. Alter tweeted about the corn fans the other night, and I was like, wow, yeah. Woodstock, 99, tip, everywhere. Tate, Tommy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, give us some uh, Oh, final shout out. Uh, shout out to uh, Tony Bennett and Bennett Ball. It's back. Um, I don't know if you saw this one, Tate. Virginia was up 40 to 10 at halftime on an Italian team. Love that. They were up 40 to 10. Yeah. He brought the Tony across the pond. Mm. Took it to Italy. Took it to another level, really. Il, how do you say what ill ill ill? How do you what's the the in Italian? I don't speak Italian. Um, I don't either. Buongiorno. Il Antonio. There you that's go. The, that's the, that's, the that sounded perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um they won 76 to 24, so pack line defense is back. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers to the ACC. <sighs> The grinder's coming for you. Yeah, Tony B. <laughs> I'm okay with Tony Bennett, uh, you know, handle, being the face of the ACC. I'm okay with that. I'm team Tony. And also, uh, Tony Bennett held a, uh, an Italian team to 10 points, but at the same time, your European players are better than college players. So let's let's keep that. As, as we're watching all of these college teams go beat the shit out of all the European teams, let's also remember let's also that remember Luka that Doncic yeah, better is better than, than all yeah, of them. They're definitely better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Even though <laughs> the college team beat the dream team, and then the dream team goes overseas and just destroyed everybody. Yeah. But also the the you're telling me the over okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. you get it. You get it. All right, that's it. Uh that's the show. We'll see you guys uh Friday, right? Yep. No. Well, Thursday. You, yeah, we'll see you Thursday because Thursday. You're, you're, you're up Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. We're gonna record on Wednesday for the people at home. So uh yeah, and we're gonna have some good email. I saw some emails. I didn't We got read some them. emails? We got some new ones. Yeah, send so. some emails in. Titus and Tate at gmail.com. Uh we'll read through them uh for Thursday. We'll see you guys then. Bye.